0: another episode of the tip balls podcast i am your host sam randazzo and i am joined by my two rather emphysema ridden co-hosts to my right it is the one and only uncle sam hello and to my left bruce you need to get on that camera real quick to
1: my left it is the one the only mr zolo mike palazzolo if you asked me how i was doing today i was gonna literally tell you that i can't breathe well, that's it's yeah. funny you said that.
0: That's the topic on everyone's mind here in Michigan is Detroit is the second worst air quality city in the country today due to the Canadian wildfires. Oh, wow, that's horseshit. Yeah, I think it's the Russian bioweapon myself, but um, the bioweapon. Yeah. Yeah, this is Putin's revenge. No, whatever. It's coming after us right now.
2: Whatever. You're all in <laughs> cahoots. All of them.
0: <sighs> that's true. Anyways, how was your weekend? Yeah, great. Why was it great? <laughs> Let's hear this. this
2: it's being great. I don't know. What do, you, what do you want? Why are you talking to me? Talk to Zolo.
0: Wow. Okay, I see, what, I see what kind of show this is going to be today. Zolo, how was
1: your weekend? How was my weekend? It was good. Played pickle both days. Big pickle guy. If anyone likes pickle, let me know. I'll play with you whenever. Um, Whatever. That's it.
0: That was it. Crazy. Good week in a pickle, Bruce. Yeah. Anything? Nothing special. Just a good week. Bruce man.
1: played with his pickle. <laughs> I want an assist for that one not for setting you up. You know, I'm not gonna shoot that down.
0: Uh, tip softball update. Uh, oh so we went in. We went in last night in third place. Uh, Valiant game against the second place team. Uh, we were up the entire game. It's 14 to 13 going into the six. We lost 23 to 14. What the fuck? We were up. was that? And then we
1: went. We were up. just It was one bad inning. We were up for yeah. five innings. Yeah, and they're it a good was... team with good athletes. Shout out <sighs> to, uh, I think, Adobe. Shout out to Adobe. I went to school with some of those kids, some really good athletes, and they they probably thought to themselves, we can't lose this. And you know what? We're going to return the favor, hopefully. We're yeah. going to have our you own. We can't we lose this moment. At
0: the end of that
1: game, but so. uh, even with the loss, even with the loss, we are still
0: firmly in third place. And a game up. So we have a game to give, actually. Who's behind how many teams us? are there? There's eight, eight teams, and we're in third. What do you mean? Yeah, right. I said, anyway. Yeah. I, I, what, what? I is didn't it see Cadju cafe. Cadju cafe? Right? Uh... cafe is right behind us. Yeah, there's three, five, and one. We're four, four, and one. So we got a game to give. Got a game to give.
1: Um, you know, for a second, I thought we were the only team that did, like, uh, team huddles. And uh, talks before and after the game, but uh, oh no,
0: everybody does. Not everybody. Well, you, I, you, listen, I saw Kaju Cafe doing it. It's about the team. I
1: know, but they they take it seriously, and we they still do. beat them.
0: Yeah, well, no, we tied with them.
1: <laughs> Kaju yeah. Cafe, the blue. Jer- who's the blue jersey? That's Birds Kat- of Prey. Birds of oh, Prey. They Wait. are.
0: Uh, they're three really? and six.
1: Kaju Cafe, we should have beat. And and again, I've mentioned this before. I may have even had, I got to look at the scorecard from that game cuz I may have had a scoring error where we should have won by one, but regardless, regardless, it shouldn't matter and we would beat them if we played them are, are again. Are you good right now?
0: I'm good. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, Birds of Prey, they only have 74 runs. 4. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. They're, I think they're it's a
1: church group. They're today. literally old.
0: Yeah, they're old bunch of old dudes with Bible verses on their jerseys and shit. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we could use a and pitcher for cool, Thursday so. if you want to if you want to step up to the big leagues. Oh, thank you. Anyways, he's just not feeling. He, the meniscus won't. I don't think the meniscus. He's thinking about so. the door he was hanging. Out. Hold on, listen busy. to this I real got quick. Shit to listen
1: do. to this <laughs> real quick. Hold on. Oh, In honor of Uncle Sam. I just popped an Aladdin open.
0: As, as soon as the <laughs> Aladdin's cracked, Aladdin. that's how Aladdin
1: days going. More more commonly known as Alani New Seltzers. They are excellent. I gotta give him gotta give him a little oh, credit.
2: he's a couple of hits of. Bruce's weed pen and one of lad, and you'll be blown out for the rest of the
0: day. That's it. Anyways. Wired. Absolutely wired. Oh, yeah. Bruce said that he might not be able to play softball tomorrow night Why? because he's doing the most extreme leg workout of his life tomorrow and doesn't know if he'll no, be No, that's to today. Walk. But the pain doesn't hit till tomorrow. Yeah, so he doesn't know if he can play tomorrow because he did leg day today. Anything to add
2: on that Well, All income. I got to say is this. When I was Bruce's age, I would work 14, 15 hours.
1: <laughs> and walk to school. Go
2: out, drink every night. Yeah, walk in the tundra. <laughs> go out, drink all night long. And get do up it all and, over
1: again in the morning.
2: Not even go to bed. Go to work. Pass out in my car for about 20 minutes. Go in and do it all again.
1: Every day.
0: Every day.
2: It's like, look what the cat dragged in. That's what it is. That's what it was. That's pretty bad. And unlike you, I spent the night with multiple females.
1: <laughs> he was committing Emmerich o cream Pies every night. That's
0: it. It's I was not making
2: Emmerich o cream, o cream Pies, pies all day.
0: Yeah, he's not an Emmerich not anymore. An Emmerich. You took away his Emmerich. That's that right. Was. I
2: did take away his Emmerich. Pay. I was making Venditti Cream Pies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds way worse, to be honest. All right. Shall we talk some football, gentlemen? Let's yeah. talk some football. Uh, hard Knocks. <clears throat> Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, but uh, we need to check back in. It's looking like the Jets are getting it. I, I mean, they're, they can force the Jets to do it. Uh, we all agreed last week that the Jets would probably be the most entertaining storyline, not necessarily the
1: one that we wanted to see. There's a lot you could sink your teeth into.
0: I mean, you've got Rodgers. You've got Sauce Gardner.
1: Well, the Aaron got...
2: Rodgers thing alone is, is enough to take over the show because you don't know if he's going to go on the retreat in the closet or, you know, smoke some peyote with Bruce. We don't know.
0: I'll be honest with you. That's the one that I, honest to God, I was thinking about this. That's the one that I'd want to see, right? Because Aaron Rodgers, as fucked up as he is, and as much as I really don't care for him or like him, the shit that comes out of his yeah. mouth
1: is entertaining. Always I mean, gives good quotes. Always is enlightening. He's a smart guy. He went to Cal. Um, so, did Jared Goff, shout out Jared Goff, by the way, best quarterback in the league. But Aaron Rodgers is a smart guy, so he always has good things to say, and um, or at, at least intriguing things to say. I got a weird feeling he's going to try and snake his way out of some of this stuff. But if he gets on camera, and we've never had him in this intimate setting on camera, should be good television. That's my guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had a quote the other day about how his... Before the ayahuasca, he never knew how to play football or something
1: along those He lines. spoke to some <laughs> conference. Yeah. He was yeah. talking about uh, psychedelic. No, it was, it was a, literally a conference about psychedelic drugs, and he was one of the keynotes. That's what hear. I just asked. There was a was panel. he high? Yeah. I heard <laughs> he, he had to be high. I heard he anally ingested some acid before he did it. That's just what I heard, Uncle Sam.
2: That's that's a- Wow. Tall room. I, I don't even know what to say about that.
1: Are there players that you guys want to see on Hard Knight? Are there, are there players that you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, I mean, scratch Aaron Ross. Take him out of the picture. Quinn Williams, yeah. If, if he's he, there. If he, if he makes the if team. He's, there. he's the one, by the way, if you guys remember, Quinton Williams is the one that's in his introductory press conference for the Jets. He sneezed and he goes bless you thank you he he blessed himself and I then mean, thanked, thanked himself, himself afterwards and he's a funny guy to listen to talk but he's a good player too i mean yeah. yeah
0: that's the kind of stuff that we're looking for uh one guy that i i would be excited to see would be Brees hall i mean to see how the rehab i want to see Brees hall going. on the
2: field i don't care about the little freaking training camp well i mean i want to see him tear the field up
0: what you see in training camp and what you saw and what you'd see on hard knocks would be a good uh, indicator of Especially for fantasy ramifications, if this guy's going to be ready to go week one. And, I mean, obviously the one guy that everybody would want to see would be Sauce Gardner.
1: It's from here, too.
0: I, what, about, what about Robert Sala? Yeah, I was, I was just
1: going to gonna say. No? I was just going to get to that. He's a very—first, first, first, he's from here. I, I call him Amu Bob. That's Uncle Bob in Arabic. Um, he's <laughs> he's Lebanese. He's Muslim. He's from here, from Dearborn. Uh, he's a pretty Detroit guy kind of through and through as well. He's got a good 9-11 connection. His brother used to work in the World Trade Centers. Um, And on top of that, not only Robert Sala, who's very enlightening and a very smart guy. So he's another guy I think is going to snake his way out of it like Aaron Rodgers. But their GM, Joe Douglas, is one of my favorite GMs in the league. Uh, I think he's really good at building teams. And he always – he looks like you, Uncle Sam. you got to look at him. And he gives really good quotes, and he's a really smart guy, and I like how he's maneuvered the last couple drafts. So I'm excited to see both of them. they got good administration that that's fun to see. And Woody Johnson, I know you hate him, but Woody Johnson— I, I don't hate him. Oh, you, you don't hate him? Johnson. Okay, he's just a rich fucker. But uh, Woody Johnson actually had a big role in the last Hard Knocks, the Rex Ryan Hard Knocks. So right. I'm excited to see what his son brings to the table in this one.
2: That, that could be interesting there. See, he's as goofy as his dad is. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, a lot of
0: potential. I think there's a ton of potential, and, and it's not a guarantee yet. But I think this is pretty much what we're what 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 it's lining up to be. We'll I mean- know
1: soon. I mean, it's almost July, and the cameras, the training camp report dates just showed up, and the Jets are reporting on here. Let's see here. The New York Jets are reporting on seven nineteen for the rookie. So that's like literally three weeks away. So, I'm sure uh, we'll get some action soon on that. Be around the corner
2: here, real quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sticking in the state of New York, uh, we need to talk about the Bills uh, because they made some uh, front office, uh, not moves, but it came to some extensions this week on uh, both a head coach and their general manager. Um, We all have a lot of thoughts on the Bills, it's very well documented. And, you know, I went out on a limb and said that I think Sean McDermott's very much so on the hot seat this year. Do you think that was a touch premature?
1: I think it's premature on McDermott, not on Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean's done what he could. Like, I don't know what else he could do. He's he's the architect of everything. He's the one that brought in Josh Allen. He's the one that traded for Diggs. He's made some great moves. Um I guess you can extend these guys knowing you could fire them. And maybe we, the three of us, are more harsh on the Bills than anyone else on the planet. A lot of people think they're going to be division winners or even go to the Super Bowl. I think none of us think they could even finish in the top one in their division. Um, That being said, I I get it. You want to keep people happy. You want to keep the building in check. Um, But it's the NFL, and it's a revolving door. And one day these guys get extended, and then the, the next they get fired. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if they last going a year from now, if we're talking about them in the same light.
0: Okay. So if the bills make the playoffs and lose an AFC championship game, do you think McDermott keeps his job?
1: Yes. hundred percent.
0: Do you think if they, till lose...
2: Til they don't make the playoffs, I think he keeps his job.
0: So even if they make a playoffs with the first round exit, you think he's safe?
1: Their first, that could be tight. I agree with you, what you just said, Uncle Sam. Their first blow it up <laughs> moment is going to be to change the roster around, around a little bit. And we may we may be having glimmers of toxicity with digs right now, so they may have right. the toxic mindset. Um, but I think the first peg to fall will be the roster if they make the playoffs and then blow it. Um, if I were an Orchard Park, if I were a Bills fan from Buffalo, I think expectations would be really high this year. Not only would they have to win the division, which is a tough division to win, even though they won it last year. And they need to um, go deep. You need to beat one of the Bengals yeah. or the Chiefs, at least, this year. Something that you right. have not done. So Here's here's the thing. McDermott, I think if if things go bad
2: for them and they do a first-round exit or they don't make it, I think he loses his... Loses the locker room, and then you'll see him gone.
0: I'm going to be honest. It, okay, if they hypothetically let's say they don't win their division, right, and if they get a wild card berth and don't make it to the AFC Championship game, I you I I, I can't I cannot see a case where you'd keep him. I think. You know, there's a couple situations where I think teams can make the playoffs and move on from head coaches this year. The Bills being one of them, the Chargers being another. I, I just, this is not year one or two for the Bills expecting to be in a have a Super Bowl appearance under their belt. We're
1: at year like four or five now. And then hold on, there's context on top of that. They were really bad. They were the last team this decade or this uh, millennium to make the playoffs. Was the Buffalo Bills? Um, so there's context on top of that. The expect it's it's almost a, not quite what we have in this town, but the build up to, for a run has been expected since the '90s, since they went to four in a row and lost all four of them. So I think there's context on top of that.
0: Uh, it, the other thing is, is as of right now, if he play if he this new contract, he'll be the longest tenured head coach in Bill's history. Well. As well as Mark Levy
2: was a lot better than he is. I'll tell you that much.
0: Bean being the longest tenured general manager Bean? in team history. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, like I said, if if they
2: if they make a quick exit in the first round or whatever in a wild card game, and I I think McDermott will start to lose this locker room. He's you're seeing glimpses of it right now with the Dig situation and other situations that's going on there. So if if it doesn't – they don't come out like gangbusters and, and win their division, you're going to see it all kind of come crashing down for them.
1: Just one – I know we've talked about this ad nauseum over the last six weeks, but a, just one quick thing to add. I love what both Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have done um, and even what Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, has done, even though Diggs has taken Diggs at him, no pun intended. Um, that being said – I think Josh Allen has been the problem. Love Josh Allen. It's it's an oxymoron because I love him so much, and I love watching him play, and he's 0 to 100 every play. There's just throws that I don't know he can make. And I think that the offense is, is so tailored around him and he can only do so much. I think he's been the major issue there at, more than these guys, but these guys, not so much Brandon Bean, but I think Sean McDermott's going to end up taking the fall. If this yeah, year doesn't I agree. go his plan. Do you I think agree there's
0: ever any situation ever where, because like you said, you respect Bean as a general manager. Do you think there's a situation where he's starting to realize this and any even percentage chance that Josh Allen gets moved if this season, hypothetically they don't win the division, hypothetically they miss the playoffs somehow,
1: do you think that's even a possibility? It's it's tricky. That ownership group tends to be pretty. I don't want to say that they're aggressive, but they're aggressive behind the scenes. The Pagulas, Terry and Kim Pagula, they also own the Buffalo Sabers. Um, they're aggressive behind the scenes. They're building a two billion dollar stadium. And you probably need Josh Allen and a good version of Josh Allen to, fill, to pay for that stadium and to fill it out for the next 15 years, uh, 10 years at least. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that maybe the change comes in the form of you get a new coach and a new coordinator and a new system, yeah. and you rebuild around Josh Allen and what he can do, and you play to his strengths. I think that's the likely outcome here. Allen over McDermott. That's my guess.
0: I, I think you're probably right. I mean... Uh,
2: he want not be the first coach that got fired because of a quarterback.
0: <laughs> well, who else comes to mind for you? Huh? Who else a comes to guys. mind for you? Ron Rivera. <laughs> ah, that's true. Um, huh? Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, we need to discuss Derek Carr a little bit because he uh, raised some eyebrows this week. He came out and discussed just how upset he was with the way things that played out uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um you know, obviously, last year he got benched in favor of Jarrett Jared Stidham, um, and the Raiders lost those final two games. Now that he's a saint uh, for the next four years, signing a $150 million deal this offseason, um, he, he came out this week and said that he was pretty disgruntled about the way things uh, ended with the Raiders, the team that drafted him. Um, you know, he was there for nine years, and, and – when you think of Derek Carr's time there, I mean, let's be real. Was it was it all-world? No. But the Raiders the Raiders were one of those bubble teams all the time while he was there. They were always in the mix. They were always talked about a little bit. I don't know. I mean. He he never had any kind of stability at the, that's, at the coaching that's position. That's the thing. And, that, and that's huge. Here, if you want to break it down like this, I don't think Derek Carr's a bad player. But when when you had John Gruden there, and they were making that moves, was his and they year. were looking good, there was high expectations for that, that team. That was his best year as a pro And then when
2: Gruden was there.
0: Textbook, textbook situation happens. Gruden's gone. There's too much instability. They probably hired the wrong guy as a head coach for him, and the whole thing kind of blew up for him. Will they kind of have? I think Jimmy Garoppolo is more of a bandage than anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. You could put lipstick on a pig,
0: but it's still going to be the pig. So I don't think Derek Carr was the issue there. So I think it makes sense that he was upset about it. I don't know how you feel about it, Zolo, but
2: he needs to just forget about it, and move fucking on. Derek dude.
0: Carr, Derek Carr, <laughs> for me, reminds me of Kirk Cousins, his brother. But with just Washington. Awful luck. Mm-hmm. Washington Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um I think he's a very serviceable quarterback in the league. Top fifteen when he's on his A game. You can only do so much with him. You could probably win with him though. He didn't really have an asset to throw to, a real asset to throw to until Devontae so Adams. Adams. Came there. Um I just I'm not really in I wonder how it would have played out with John Gruden. I'm not really into Josh McDaniels. I know you are. I personally think Jimmy Garoppolo is what's worse than a band-aid? Uh, he's the he's the piece of toilet paper you throw on your face after you cut yourself shaving. Um <laughs> Jimmy I,
2: Garoppolo's the hottest guy in the NFL.
1: That for such a storied franchise <clears throat> and a franchise that that kind of cracks it, well, not this millennium. They haven't really done it this millennium, and I want to hear your thoughts on the Raiders, Uncle Sam. But for such a storied franchise they just don't have it figured out. Mark Davis sucks. We say that every he keeps week. He hiring the wrong fucking wrong people. people. Mike Mayock was the wrong person. Gruden had a shot. I I still love John well, Gruden. May- Mayock I thought and they Gruden fought. were together. Yeah, I thought it was, that, that, was, bad, that was that's a bad that's a bad marriage though.
2: And and I don't I don't think that was a bad marriage because I think Mayock did everything that Gruden wanted. No, I agree. 100%. I I think you, that was the thing. Listen, nobody evaluates talent better than Mike Mayock. Nobody. Nobody. Hold on. For for TV. All those years I watched him uh, doing the combine, nobody, nobody I think, has more knowledge and knows what to look for in players more than he does. Him and Daniel Jeremiah, they're the top two that I... You're just an
1: NFL Network guy. They're they're
2: the top two that I've ever seen. They really are. I mean, unless you want to take Bucky Brooks, I mean...
1: I I don't know the context on the the they made my wife cry. I I dug very hard for it. It was th- yeah. by the way this all comes from an interview that he had with the Fresno B I think. He went to school at Fresno State. Okay. Um and that's where the interview was where he he kind of laid into the Raiders. And again, I don't know the context, but he said, you know, once they made my wife cry, it was over. It was on. Whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. that meant. Did, did she cry because he got benched? Well, yeah, of course your wife's gonna cry if you get benched. But that's how I, I I, that's I don't even really think it was that
2: the point of it is I, I think the way they did him, especially when they at that point of the benching, mm-hmm. I, I think it was prior to that. He's, when he come out on camera and was pleading to to get help. Mm-hmm. To get help when the coaching staff was standing there with their thumb in their ass. That was the issue, I think. And I I think that's what destroyed their relationship. And Josh McDaniels is a little, I, I, I don't want to really lose my mind here, but he should have stood up for Carr and stood behind Carr. Instead, he threw Carr under the bus and and made him the fall guy. I, and, and that's fine. I mean, if you don't want him, if he's not your guy, you know, be a man and fucking
1: tell him. And that chess match happens with with almost every team, half the teams, with Correct. half the teams every year. It's it's cyclical. It's a cyclical it even happened with Brady Belichick a couple of years ago. That yeah. that that chess match between coach and quarterback and who to blame. And then someone goes. The quarterback goes or the coach goes. Um I think in regards to Jimmy G, it's it's bizarre. I don't think Josh McDaniels took that job like like uh Bob Quinn took the Lions job and said oh I'm I'm going to fire Jim Caldwell after a year or two and bring in this asshole Patricia I don't think Josh McDaniels took the job thinking he was get, getting Jimmy Garoppolo because those aren't guys you build around. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy you build around. It's just a guy that might help because he knows the system a little better. Right. Um, yeah. And I agree with you. It, it was a typical chess match. You threw you threw Carr under the bus. Carr's saying something about it now. He seems like one of the more well. Loyal. He wasn't saying
2: anything at first. No. He, he just didn't. wanted he to go away. He let, he let it that, play out. That was the professional way of handling
1: it. He let it play out. He's so saying I was something now. That part. He's he's saying something now. I think it's not it's not a coincidence that he's saying something yeah. now. He wanted to be heard. And um, I think that Carr is one of the more loyal guys. He reminds me of Stafford in terms of his loyalty. Like just a cool guy, yeah. teammates love him. Maybe not that great, but he gives you all his heart. He's got the Bible verses all over. Well,
2: hopefully, he ain't listening to his wife like Matt Stafford. Of
1: course. Does. But anyway, course. He, uh, uh, Do you have a? Do you have a? Uh, the symbols, the drum for this. I think that Carr. Little. Carr made it as far as he did because his teammates were so loyal to him, and he finally ran into a coach that wasn't, and who knows? The, the Carr experiment could work really good for the Saints. He's he's in a good system with good personnel, with people to throw to. He's got a running game, and he might even have a little bit of a defense in a really down division. So who knows? Derek Carr could actually do some damage this year. If he's good. I think so, too. He's old. He's had a knack for having games where he makes really big plays and really bad plays. So we'll find out how good Derek Carr is this year. That's my opinion.
2: I, th- I think when you when you're sitting there and you're supposedly the face of the franchise, and and you get to a point where everybody in the franchise is giving up on you, I, I think that that's a very hard thing to swallow and a very hard th- thing to handle. And I thought mm-hmm. he actually handled it pretty well.
0: Yeah, because it's I would have I would
2: have lost my fucking mind and punched Josh McDaniels in the mouth <laughs> and then fucking slapped <laughs> slapped the hair off a of fucking stupid ass Mark. Mark Davis slapped the two God damn is he a fucking weirdo <laughs> excuse my French
1: excuse
2: me. oh wow okay um that that's f- a big dude Derek Carr ain't no small guy
0: should have slapped the shit
2: out of both of them
0: I think, fucking honestly down, out of everything that could have happened with Derek <laughs> Carr like if you're real about it everything that could have happened with Derek Carr I feel like he did end up in the perfect spot, like. New, like Zolo said, New Orleans. He's got good personality. Yeah, but I
2: think he's I think he's a little fucking heartbroken. If he's still talking about it now, and here we are, how many months that's later, Derek? Carr, I I, th- I think it's still affecting him. Derek Carr with a
0: chip on his shoulder, though.
2: That's a good thing, not that's a bad. A
0: good thing. thing. Yeah. I, I think that's a good thing. Enough to, to piss people off, just or like or Aaron Rodgers in, uh, in New York. I'll enough look, to piss okay, you, you, you gotta... off. Um, i want i i noticed something here and it's kind of off script for what we were talking about but zolo brought it up real briefly before we started today i I wanted to talk about this the training camp dates and locations have come out right the majority of team veterans report on july 25th there's two outliers there and then rookies report anytime between the it looks like the 18th and the 25th but there's like a week, a, well, a week before yeah. the bats. Yeah. It's always been like that. Well, there's one oddity in here with the okay. locations, right? So Arizona, they have training camp at their stadium in Glendale, uh, Baltimore at a performance center in Maryland, right? Buffalo, Rochester, New York, Alliance, Lions, Allen Park, the Patriots in Foxborough, right? For the most part, every single team has training camp at least in their home state, if not at their home state. They're
1: within 50 to 100 miles.
0: Yes, at the most, right? Like, the Bears are in Lake Forest.
1: The Dallas Cowboys. Oxnard. Oxnard, California. Yeah. Do you know the history? I'm, I'm going to ask you because you're, you, you're the biggest Cowboys hater and you've been around the block in the 90s. Um, what's the historical context of the Cowboys in Oxnard? Because I know they've been going I, I have there. no idea. I'm going to be totally
2: honest with you. It's I don't been know. going
1: on for years. But it's like been two on, of their hard knocks as, were in Oxnard. As, as
2: long as I can remember, they've always practiced at Oxnard.
0: Uh, so I have a quote from Jerry Jones. Uh, you, you get a lot more reps and a lot better prep in California than you do in Texas. This
1: is a quote from 2016. He's just trying to crush that West Coast Valley pussy is all he's trying to do.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's why Tom Landry and the Cowboys came out here 27 years ago. It's just a better place to get your team ready to play.
1: I don't get it. They I don't want a Super get it. Bowl. The there is no state Super Bowl 96. I think
2: into <laughs> football as much as Texas.
1: Well, I agree with Tom. you. Get, you get that Texas Heat. They, yeah. first, also, I think that's
2: what they're trying to do they is they avoid the in Texas They
1: They have yeah. the best training facility in the league. They built a beautiful billion-dollar complex in Frisco, Texas. That's a stadium in itself. It's state-of-the-art. People freak out when they see it. It has crazy high school football games. They built a development around it. Their offices are there in Frisco and you built this this facility, you can have training camp in front of your fans. You have a 10,000 seat stadium Why in Frisco, wouldn't? and you could do it there. It doesn't I, make any sense. I know they still show up to Oxnard, but I've never understood it, and that's bull, That's a bullshit quote. Tom Landry and them came out 27 years ago. Well, I'm pretty sure you haven't won a Super Bowl in over 27 years. So eat shit. Like, you're not better than everyone by practicing in California. The only thing I can think of is they like that LA area because there was no team there during that time period. That, that makes sense. I think the Rams were there, maybe at the beginning and then left. Um, That's the only thing I could think of. And they they love the broadness of their fan base. And it is, if you show up to Ford Field when they're playing the Cowboys, there's a ton of Cowboys fans there. They're all from fucking Detroit. They all have 313 area codes on their phone. Um, I don't understand it. Never, never have. Don't think it makes them a better team because they have not won shit in that era.
0: I mean, if you look at their setup out there, they, they rent out this entire Marriott residence inn okay that cuz they need the ballrooms that are meeting rooms the dining hall they need the whole thing so they run it out uh they said this is a at least 10 million dollar operation that they set up uh all of the tents and everything on the field is all tents it's set up out there it's all makeshift like like solo said they probably have the most advanced training facility in the league what what's i just don't understand why you would do this i mean I guess maybe they're
2: trying to avoid that
0: Texas heat. Maybe Ah, that's what it is. Well, I mean, Texas
1: heat makes you better.
0: That's what I would think, too. I don't know. You want those guys? I don't know. I mean, you got to figure Arizona's practicing outside in Glendale. It's probably 110 degrees there every day. You know, it can't be hotter than Dallas than it is. Yeah,
2: but Arizona has a retractable state, they have a retractable state. They have the air. And yeah, but
0: their training facilities outside. Don't you remember on a, uh, when we were watching them practice last year on Hard Knocks? They were outside most of the time. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Typical that the Cowboys.
2: It, it's it's real simple. After Jimmy Johnson left, uh, he cursed them.
0: The cur- he, cur- the cursed, he cursed Jerry the extends Jones.
2: Curse. It's called the Jimmy Johnson extends curse. Extended
0: curse. <laughs>
1: They have an opening ceremony for training camp there, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: They call it the West Coast Tour. Whatever. Just that one's just bizarre to me. Because literally not <clears throat> one other team. Well, maybe like
2: Mike said, team. maybe that's where Jerry Jones wants to hang his hat. <laughs> and he don't want to go to Texas, so
0: Oh, God. I think they got some decent massage. It's all right. Yeah, they listen, sure they got do. Mike McCarthy. That's
2: all Celebrate I'm going to say. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Got him. Mike McCarthy. He's not going to fit in any of the clubs in Oxnard. Forget about it. Not fit not
1: in. And he does not talk about metaphorically not fitting. And he means he's so fat he's not going to get through the door. And he's not gonna that too.
0: In. <laughs> um, Zolo, do you have a little Dalvin Cook update for us? Because we haven't heard anything since last week, really, outside of the fact that Miami is still the number one spot.
1: I hate that we have to beat the dead horse on Dalvin Cook and Hopkins every week, but they're two of the most exciting players their position, and they're going to sign somewhere and play this year. Uh, we seem to be a, we were right about Dalvin Cook all along. It sounds like um, I think we all guessed Miami, or at least you and I guessed Miami. We did. Um, sounds like it's going to be Miami. Miami has offered. Dalvin Cook has personally said that it is a perfect fit, and he contacted them. Uh, but he's going to take his time to weigh all of his options. But uh, it, this seems like Miami, it seemed like it from the start. He's from there, went to Florida State. Uh, he could be an asset in that offense. I would love to see what McDaniels does with him. Uh, and I'm I'm excited for it. And, and I'm already, as you guys know, very high on the Dolphins. And that would just make me—that that would put pressure on them through the roof to see what he could do there. So I think it's going to end up being Miami, and we'll probably know in the next two or three weeks here.
0: Uh, according to the Twitterverse, supposedly the Jets are making him an offer
1: tomorrow. Jets are making him an offer, too. That'd be another great spot for him, by the way. The three main spots are in that division—Jets, Dolphins, and Bills— um, and who knows that, that that arms race in the AFC East is exciting. It's gonna be a, a lot of fun watching those three, and you then think the Patriots. An issue
2: with his health.
1: I think there could be. A lot of guys perform better yeah. post ACL. Maybe he's due for something else, and I know he hasn't strung together a full season, but it's hard in the league this year. That's what makes Miami good is because they already have a good running back core. True. And that could take a lot of the load off of him, but he had Alexander Madison in Minnesota that took the load off for him. So may, m- to answer your question, maybe I would err on the side of no right now, um, but he'll he'll something ha- will happen, and he'll get banged up mid-year. Curious to see where that ends that really up. Happens.
0: Yeah, but the nice thing about all the teams that we said, I mean, realistically, outside of the Bills, everybody, Miami and the Jets both, I mean, they don't really – Delvin Cook's a cherry on top piece. It's not really – he's not going to be the, you know, 30-carry bell cow for either of those teams. So no. I I, liked, I do like the idea of him in one of those two spots. Uh, another running back we got to talk about who is supposedly going to hold out – is Josh Jacobs? Uh, you think he wants to be the highest-paid running back in football?
1: Yeah, and at should his be. age, he you go. You go ahead. I him. think he okay. should be. Um, all around Belkow running backs. There's a few that come to mind. There's maybe three of them. Um, four, if you want to include the damage that uh, that Bijan Robinson's going to throw in this year. I think it's it's uh, Josh Jacobs. I think when healthy, Jonathan Taylor. And then in terms of bell Cows, number three, uh, honestly, it's just those two. No, I think Derrick Adler, Henry There's more of a hybrid. Derek Henry. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still a bell Cow. He's on the edge of, of not being, he's, he's a Correct. bell Cow at the I, I, moment. He's very, I think he's, he's at the tail end. Josh Jacobs going into fantasy season last year, he was taking a lot of shit and he would, people don't draft him. It's a bad offense. And he fucked shit up all year last year. He was arguably the most consistent running back in football last year. right? Am I yes, wrong about that? I agree. Um, You're right. Um, and right. he bet on himself. I, if I remember correctly, they didn't yeah. pick up his option. They didn't pick Correct. up his option. Bet on himself, and it's going to pay off. So I think if he wants to, he's at the age where he'll get he'll be getting paid for his production now based on his production in the past, which is how Saquon's uh, extensions probably going. So I think good things are in Josh Jacobs' future.
0: I mean, this is the way you've got to look at this. Josh Jacobs just turned 25. Derrick Henry will My be. God. Derrick Henry will be 30 by the end of this season.
2: And Derrick Henry will be in the top. And I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If he does not get hurt, he will be
0: in the top five in Russia. Yeah, but see, there's
2: the key. There's if he key. doesn't get hurt,
0: I think you want me to be honest with you? I yeah. think this year, for me, I'm not nearly as high on Derrick Henry because I think he's at he's gonna be thirty. We Le'Veon Bell, we didn't see him make it to thirty. Uh, Todd Gurley, we didn't see him make it to Todd, thirty.
2: Todd Gurley came out of college with a bad knee.
0: Yes, but though, we're and talking been about nursing guys. nursing it the whole time. We're talking about guys who were were at Derrick Henry level of production, and it wasn't yeah. a gradual come down. It was a. You fell off the side of the mountain, and at some point, unfortunately, I think we're going to see that. Derrick
2: Henry's a beast. He's not going to fall he's off.
0: Different machine. I get it. He's not falling off the cliff yet. I know, but nobody, nobody is immortal in this league. Nobody. At some he, point, you he's know going what? To have you
2: think that off. you got that guy written off, and he's got, he'll have ten carries for, for twenty five yards, and then in the fourth quarter. He'll have seven carries for
0: 125 yards. I'm not writing him off, but at yeah. some point, well, yeah. within the next two years, he's going to hit that Correct. curve. I, I, I see it coming. Josh Jacobs, at 25, yeah. I still think Josh Jacobs' best football could be well, within these the next f- three years. Yeah. It, if He's there's a, a good cow. situation
1: for him, I would want to get the hell out of Vegas. Oh, um, If there's a good situation for him, again, this is a rare example – of, and it happens all the time in sports. It happens in hockey the most. But guys get paid for their production of the past, and then they get these bad contracts in their 30s where they're underperforming because they're old. And running backs out, off the rip, they should be one of the highest-paid positions because their position <clears throat> ends at 30, and they get the shit kicked out of them. This is a rare example at his age where he's going to get comped for the work that's in front of him. He's I think get... it would
2: be a good fit for uh,
1: Jacobs. That's a good question. Da- Outside Dallas, of Vegas, Dallas. What would be the best fit for them? the Dallas Cowboys? Dallas.
0: It's hard for me to describe Dallas. Uh, I honest to God, the Rams. I well, no, the I don't. I don't like him with the Rams. I don't. I I think that Denver could be another. Wow. Oh, that's yeah, a good Denver, one. Another.
1: That's a good. That's a really them. good one.
0: And, and honestly, I mean. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how you just said that because that's what I was going to say is Carolina. But the problem is with care i like his fit in Carolina's offense. But right. I don't. Carolina's not at the point where one, they're going to go get him. They just paid Miles Sanders a decent amount of money. I, I don't think they're going to do that.
1: What about Detroit? No, I the, wouldn't want. Do you not think system. he'd like to come here run he, behind this offensive line? He doesn't catch passes. Or he doesn't consistently p- catch passes. He's between the tackles. I'm gonna that's get the fuck downfield and run you over. That's what I like. Personally. Yeah. Well, yeah. It reminds me of the old days. That's of course. who I would
2: rather have. Uh, I'd rather uh, have a guy like that than a guy that's gonna. I mean, to go swing to outside every other play.
0: He he wants to be the highest or one of the two highest paid guys. So I mean, you're talking fifteen, sixteen million dollars a year. So your company is Alvin Kamara. Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey,
1: the potential
0: Saquon contract, the potential correct Saquon's going to be in that mix too. So I've seen a little.
1: I, video think, of, I yeah, think I think i seen a little
2: video of him working out.
1: Saquon, Saquon, oh my God, he's man. always been a beast. His quads that's are the size honest. of my body, and I'm a big boy.
0: You, you want me to be honest? Yeah. Josh Jacobs got to go to a situation where he's going to be the piece, like the 49ers did with McCaffrey. Correct. He's the piece that's going to put them over the top. So. As much as I like the way he fits in Denver, I don't really see that happen. Buffalo.
1: Oh, Buffalo. I, I got another good one that I hate that I that I don't even want to say, but it's a good one.
0: Buffalo would be cute, but realistically,
1: the Chicago Bears.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's S- another one.
1: Somewhere where they could just rely on him, and you you could set you could set the edge, and and the, where the, you just you, you run you run him every time, and then you set up for a play action. The only way you're that beating be him is if, you edge, is if you set That would be the best thing that could ever happen to Justin him. Field. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the Bills one is a good one because they have a gaping hole there right now. I mean, yeah. Their number one running back is fucking Naheem Hines at the moment. Oh my God. Yeah. I, so that that would be a good one. But again, I don't think Buffalo is in a cap situation where because last year when 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 things were getting tough on McCaffrey, everybody thought, Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo's not in the position to pay a running back 15, 16, or 17 million dollars a year. Yeah. They're not.
2: You know who is? The Baltimore Ravens. I would love to see him
1: in Baltimore. Oh, that's another, that's another good one. Anywhere where there's a running quarterback yeah. oh my God. would throw a Imagine huge wrench Baltimore. into everything if you had Josh Jacobs. Oh, my God. I, I think so. He's talking about holding out into week one. I totally see that happening. There's nothing to play for in Vegas this year, in my right. opinion. Um, a, Another team that's an early entrant in the Caleb Williams lottery. We're, we're going to put their name in the hat. Right. Um. I think that'd be a great spot. Um, uh Baltimore. There's there's a few good spots and maybe he holds out long enough, gets traded to a team just in the middle of the year so so the Raiders can get an asset. Gets traded to a team and plays for a winning team and then goes to get his contract this offseason. This is a guy I could see moved in some way for a couple seconds or a couple thirds.
2: Well yeah, because I, I don't the think they're gonna just let him sit out and uh No and Basically walk at the end of the year. I just don't see him. Light, he's he's light got energy.
1: two reasons to hold the Raiders hostage. Number one, he deserves the money. Number yeah. two, they're not a good team. So pay me. Pay me. You you right. could afford me. Pay me.
0: And if not, let, let me go. I'm get, you know, yeah. it's time to start. I mean, back. outside
2: him, outside, like you said, outside him, uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, Big Nick Chubb guy. I I
1: wouldn't even put him in the in the based on production last year because Chubb is in the conversation. Oh yeah, but based on production last year, if we're going by like Josh Jacobs, I think played in every game if I remember correctly. If not, he only missed one or two. He
0: missed one game.
2: Nick Chubb had a bad had a bad. He got banged up a little bit last year, but he still had very good numbers. He's 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 still the bell – and he's splitting carries. Nick Chubb was splitting carries, too.
0: I think Nick Chubb is, one, is the best of that second tier. Correct. And Josh Jacobs <clears throat> is on the middle to back end of that top tier. And, I mean, when I'm saying tiers, I'm talking about, like, three or four guys, right? I mean, your top tier is pretty much, what, McCaffrey, Henry, Jacobs. Jacobs.
1: Don't even put McCaffrey. I I think that McCaffrey McCaffrey and Saquon are on their own because of what they do for their teams. That's what they're hoping. The Lions are hoping Jameer Gibbs does. But in terms of pure runners, downfield runners, running backs that are going to get 30 to 40 carries a game, yeah, it's it's Derrick Henry. It's Jacobs. Jonathan Taylor, maybe.
0: Taylor and Eckler?
1: Yeah. Even Taylor's in that other class, in my opinion. Taylor's in in the. Not, uh, yeah,
2: I don't think Eckler's a, as good a runner as also other yeah, guys. Yeah, but are. he
1: catches passes, which makes him God. a dead. A he's deadly so hard
2: runner. to figure out what he's doing. It's just he's he's a monster when it comes to numbers. If
0: I'm talking favorites, though, I mean Josh Jacobs is what Josh Jacobs does is is so dynamic. I love watching him play football. I really hope he does end up in a good situation because do you do you think there's You always say, usually when shit like this happens, it gets figured out, Mm -hmm. right? Do you think it happens with Josh Jacobs? Do you think he's in Vegas?
1: I mean, we knew it with Dalvin Cook that it wasn't going to get figured out, and it didn't. Um, I think in this instance, just because of the way things stand, just because of where things stand with everybody in in Vegas, I think that there's a chance. I think that there's a chance that they they move on from him in a trade, because it can make sense for them. And... Not to mention, uh, Josh. Or what's his name? Josh McDaniels didn't draft Jacobs. It's not right, one of his right. guys. The Patriots love Bama people. That being said, he didn't draft him, so he's probably going to be okay with moving on from him. But who knows? I, I think this one does not get resolved. Gun in my head. I think he, this is a mid season trade. If if he does what he says, and he says he's holding out into into week right. one, he If he, he, holds if he starts holding out into the season, into
2: like week two, three, four, yeah. he's gone. He's gone by the trade deadline because they
1: got a couple weeks to figure this out.
0: Correct. Um, we might as well check in on him before we move on. DeAndre Hopkins. I, I mean, is this thing a lock? Is he going to end up as a Patriot? I, I don't know what he's waiting for. I don't know what's going on. Bill Belichick said how much he loved him, cancels practice for him. <laughs> says that he is a the best value wide receiver on the market right now. I just don't understand why it's not. Done, but then you also hear that the Panthers are coming in with a big offer and need to act fast to keep him out of a Patriots uniform.
1: I think the Patriots were my dark horse. I'm sorry, were your dark horse when we did it a couple weeks ago, and I think the Panthers were mine, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, I think both of those are great fits for him. It doesn't check off the win now column, but you instantly – elevate what I think is an underrated. I think we all think the Panthers receiving core is underrated. You instantly elevate that, and that's a great asset for – for Bryce Young to have, it's like Stafford having Calvin Johnson, a guy that you could just chuck the ball to early in your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see that happen, and I think that furthers the case as the Panthers as the dark horse in the NFC South. If it happens, um, in terms of the Browns, I don't think it moves the needle in that division. But I'd love to watch him compete with Deshaun Watson again. They they have the rapport. Yeah. I know you would. Did you, did you have the Browns as your dark horse during when we did that? I don't remember. I think That'd be funny yeah. if one of our three dark horses ends up getting him
2: well you i are, I would just be surprised if they if they do sign him again I I for some reason I don't know uh, at, at this point they're they're kind of in limbo
0: <laughs> well I just I just saw this article here that today actually um the the numbers the odds changed a little bit and uh it's right now. As it stands, it's New England one, Carolina two, Tennessee three, Kansas City back in because I guess they're working to restructure Chris Jones's deal to possibly bring in Hopkins and then Detroit five.
2: Wow, well, if they're the able Kansas to land
0: the Detroit Hopkins, five.
2: Uh, Kansas City's able to land Hopkins. They're. They're going to be right there in the end again.
0: Uh, that's that could, God, I would hate it if that happened.
1: We've talked about Hopkins ending up here at ad, ad nauseum and down the road w- within the next month, I want to go over like a lion's roster prediction, spend a lot of time talking about that. One of the reasons why I no longer think he's going to end up here is because they kind of have a log jam at receiver. It'd be different if they didn't sign Marvin Jones. We've talked about that, but I know that they love what they saw with from Antoine green and camp and they're not cutting Khalif Raymond. That's two. Um, yeah. They get to do something with Jamison Williams' contract while he's suspended. That's three. Uh, then you still have um, you still have Josh Reynolds, and you still have Amon Ross St. Brown. And there's too much of a log jam here for the Lions. I, I don't see it happening unless some there's unless there's an injury and he hasn't signed by the time of the injury, he's not coming here. That's my opinion. They like what they have. I think they love their receiving core. Um, but we also have to start looking at that factor with wherever Hopkins goes, is what do they have at depth at wide receiver? Because it's not just that we're thinking the first two guys. Like when it comes to Carolina, we're thinking, well, they got uh, they got uh, DJ Chark and they got um, – uh, the guy from the Vikings, Adam Thielen. They got those two guys, so where does he fit in? But there's depth issues, because a lot of these teams like their depth at wide receiver and their continuity that they've had. So there's certain situations that are going to make more How sense than Hopkins
2: getting older. He's not a young guy.
1: No, he's, an, he's a guy that's going to get paid. We just talked about it with the running right. backs. He's a guy that's going to get paid for what he's done in the past. I still think he's got a lot to offer over the next five years. I would love—I said it before when we first did Hopkins talk way back when a month ago. I would love to see him end up in Carolina. That's still—I'm—I'm I'm switching, I'm staying there, not switching, but I'm going from dark horse and elevating them to—I think that's where he ends up. He's from there. He's from not far from there.
0: Shannon Sharp said that uh, DeAndre Hopkins ending up in Detroit would be quote unquote magical.
1: Was that recent?
0: That was recent. This, this article's from the 26th so
1: okay two days ago
0: um i I, I, mean, I, I, would, I just don't
2: know how interested they are in him.
0: I think I agree. I think they said Did he come here
2: first he, for he a doesn't visit? fit
1: no he doesn't fit in um there's just too much depth something would have to happen and I I love Marvin Jones he's one of my favorite players that they've had a very underrated not one of my favorite but one of the most underrated lions over the last decade. Um, when they signed him, that effectively eliminated Hopkins. But we didn't know at the time. Maybe they tried to make a trade for Hopkins and couldn't get him. Maybe they didn't know anything. I'm sure
2: Jones came a lot cheaper than Hopkins would.
1: Jones came cheaper and does the same stuff. He's he's an inch smaller, I think. Loves being here. Yeah, loves being here. Um, if there's an injury between now and then, and if Hopkins drags it out to the beginning of training camp, and who knows, maybe he waits till the till September to sign, so he doesn't have to go to training camp. Um, if something happens between now and then, maybe I could see the Lions making a move. If I'm one of these other teams, I'm making my best offer. Patriots, I wouldn't want to go there. But if I'm Carolina or Cleveland, I'm making my best offer for him. Those are two, not as much Cleveland as Carolina, but those are two like one-piece-away receiving cores. And he can make a major difference for both of those two teams.
2: I'd like to see him and Murray Cooper playing next week. Could be awesome. Be honest with you. Could be awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, how many times did Uncle Sam say Amari Cooper on, on air last Are We season? starting that shit again? About 450. Amari Cooper. Every single week, you'll, you'll, you'll learn this quick when we start doing fantasy uh, talk. It's like Dark Horse. Every single week, uh, wide receiver one this week, Amari Cooper. Every week. Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback. Oh, uh, Amari Cooper. That's actually for a a week. For good. good week. <laughs> uh, speaking of wide receivers, CD Lamb. Um, so supposedly. He is working on finalizing an extension today. Um that's going to pay him 30 million dollars a year. He's about to be a rich man. That would be would that make him the highest paid? I'm yeah, not exactly. I read
1: 25 to 30 million. 25 puts him Right at the fringe of top five, which I think is digs. So if it's on the thirty end, it's it's highest paid or close to highest paid, if I remember correctly. Yeah, good so
2: for a guy who's only been in the league a handful of years.
1: Uh, get 31. Tyreek
0: Hill's thirty. Adams is twenty eight per year average.
1: So it puts him right there
0: uh, at twenty five million. He'd be tied with AJ Brown and under Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill. That's a lot of money. That would be more that's than a lot of
2: money for a guy who's only been in the league for three years. That's
0: more than Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf. Stop, Dico stop, Sand- go slow. Okay.
1: S- start at the top.
0: Stephon Diggs. No. Uh DK Metcalf.
1: Maybe. Debo. I, I give the edge to Metcalf because he's he does things that uh CD Lamb will never be able to guy do. Guy, yeah. Debo. Same drill. Edge to Debo because he does things that he can't do.
0: This one kind of surprised me. Terry McLaurin.
1: I love Terry McLaurin. One of the most underrated players in the league. Shouldn't, McCoy, shouldn't be in the right. top five, though.
0: DJ Moore.
1: Uh, but I'm taking CeeDee Lamb over Terry McLaurin. DJ Moore, yeah, I'm taking CeeDee Lamb over DJ Moore. Keenan
0: Allen. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> right right would, now, I would, yeah. Take, I would take him. Mike Williams. Yes. Amari Cooper. Uh,
1: that's a close one.
0: <laughs> 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 so, I mean, yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much his spot.
1: I get Will Hopkins isn't on there, too. you got understand Hopkins, something, too. Will Hopkins' he came contract the is 27-5 or something like that, right. and he's still getting paid.
0: Hopkins would be sandwiched between Adams had good numbers for
2: a Cole. reason. He's played opposite of some pretty good receivers. Amari Cooper
0: being one of them. Do you see
1: CeeDee Lamb carrying the Cowboys' pass game? Do you see that? No. I, I don't. Neither do I. Because
0: you want me to be honest? if You watched the not do it last year. If you watched the Cowboys' offense work last year, do you know who their quarterback is? <laughs> It didn't. It's odd, but I feel like Dalton Schultz made a bigger impact on the offense than CD. You Lamb heard his did
1: name impact. more. CD yeah. Lamb was big plays when they were already up. That was right. that was a lot of what CD Lamb was. He hasn't had like he's got the highlight real plays, but he hasn't had that like game breaker moment Correct. that Diggs has had, that Hopkins has had, that even Odell has had. You know, he, oh, he hasn't because, had that moment. You
2: know, it's always when when you look at them and they need a big play. It seemed like to me Michael Gallup was making plays. Honestly, yeah. yeah I mean, that's what it seemed
0: like to me. If I, I think about the Cowboys' offense for the last year or two, there's three names that come to mind: Gallup, Pollard, Schultz, Cooper yep. Rush, and Cooper. <laughs> Rush. Honestly,
1: you could put Amari. Co- you could put Amari Cooper in that conversation from a couple years ago too.
0: Correct.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he was drafted. He played opposite Amari Cooper. He was learning how to be a receiver from him, so I, th- I think it's it's done well. He's but, done well. He's got money now.
0: But I guess we will see, because yeah. by the end of the day today, he could be the tied for the highest paid player in football. So we will keep an it's eye. It's okay because his coach is Mike McCarthy. So see what happened.
2: A lot of good that's going to do him.
0: Speaking <laughs> of all these wide receivers. Um, Pro Football Focus came out with an article, and I know we're probably a week late on this, but we ran out of time last week, and I we need to discuss this because this is going to— I think this is going to be very, very good conversation here. Pro Football Focus came out with wide receiver corp rankings, and they ranked all 32 teams from 32 up to 1. And there were some really big shockers on here.
1: They include tight ends, by the way, in this list. So it's it's pass catch, catchers. It's pass catchers in general.
0: Okay. So pass catching corpse. We need to discuss this because I think that it's gonna there's a lot of surprises on here. Um so I'm gonna start from the bottom and work my way up to the top. And you guys tell me what you think because so far I I really it was kind of perplexed with this.
1: Thirty-two Hold on. In the essence of like staying away from confusion, let we'll put we'll sort them into three tiers like a top tier core, a mid tier core, and a low tier core. Because we could debate the numbers in our head where they have these guys all day. So we'll just say if we agree on on if they're a bottom tier core essentially. Yeah, if they're bottom twenty, mid twenty or mid mid ten. So we have petrified
0: you know petrified dog shit at the bottom. Yeah. Average okay. and then good. Okay, so 32 well, is the Houston Texans. Um, oh, yeah, I, I don't know who's there. Well, hold on. They got Robert <laughs> Woods, Bob okay. Trees, Noah Brown, okay. Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, and John yep. Mechie. John
1: Outside Mechie. Dalton
2: Schultz, they're a shit
0: show.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Mechie has a lot of potential. Yeah, he does. And, we haven't seen a play yet. And Nico Collins, is, it could ta- he missed the first year. He could take a big step. Not a wide receiver one, Correct. but a guy you could build around and a guy that Stroud could throw to eventually.
2: I think the Schultz thing is going to be very helpful to him.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. When I look at, if I close my eyes and I don't look at them in Houston Texans uniforms and I think about this and I think about how they could progress, they're missing one thing. And Yandre that's a Hopkins. One. Correct. They are missing a number one. <laughs> right. Other than that, I love you know how I feel about Robert Woods and always have. Yeah. Robert yeah. Woods to me is, is
1: consistent a when perennial healthy, perennial
0: number two when he's healthy, and
1: and, and he could look pretty good under Stroud as opposed to oh, under yeah. Ryan Tannehill.
2: He's really going to help Stroud for, big for time. For me,
0: I can't say that this is.
1: They're a, not the worst receiving quarter. No, no, they're, they're not, not the, the worst, worst. worst. I don't. Think they're so. in that lower tier. They're better than at least four or five teams that are in front of them on this list. All right.
2: Three. Who, else I don't have, think, who do you think is the
0: worst? The worst receiving. We'll group? get there, but if you want me to tell you who I think my worst is, right? Who do you think is the bottom of the league? New England.
1: Yeah. And and they're in front of them. New there's two teams that are in front of them, New England and then the Titans, who are at thirty. I think both of them are, are below. Worse.
0: For me, New England New, New England
1: 30.
2: has decent tight ends. Get the
0: fuck out
1: of here. Which get fact which get factored in.
2: Get
0: the fuck out of here. Okay.
1: Gasicki, Gasicki had, I'll, I'll give Uncle Sam a little credit. Gasicki had his best year last year, and he's in New England now. Thank you. Um, and Hunter Henry just didn't do. He didn't do shit there. Hunter though.
2: Henry didn't do dick last year. He was year. he was better last year than than anybody else on that team.
0: Okay, okay. Actually, we talked about this once already. You know how many receiving yards and touchdowns Hunter Henry had last year? I don't year? remember. Four hundred and one. Okay. He okay. These, these are one guys touchdown. that could all
1: benefit from not. Shit or get off the pot. you're Mac Jones. We've talked about it. These are all guys that could benefit from maybe not having Mac Jones throw. Them.
2: Actually, well, it's oh. not. It's not easy when you're trying to be a quarterback when when the the absolute biggest shit bag is the offensive coordinator. Can I ask
0: you a question? Yes, right go ahead. All right, we're going to take a healthy Robert Woods. Let's say Robert Woods is healthy. Would yeah. you take Robert Woods over Juju Smith-Schuster? Yes. Yes. Tyquan Thornton. Yes. yes. Kendrick. Boy. Oh, yes. let me let me let's regress. Let's go back. <laughs>
2: Tyquan Thornton has a lot of potential. Would you take John Mechie over a, Tyquan Thornton? He was a rookie Thornton? last year.
0: I mean, would you take John Mechie over Tyquan Thornton? I haven't seen Mechie play. Okay. Kendrick Bourne or Robert Woods? Uh,
2: this is a tough one for me.
0: Robert,
1: Robert, Robert Woods. Robert Woods if he's healthy. <laughs>
0: the ghost of Devonte Parker or Robert Woods? Yeah, if this was four
1: years well, ago, Devontae I mean, Parker's a top five receiver. Devontae
0: Parker, you used to draft him every year yes, for like it, a five then, year it, stretch. Then he became Randall Cobb. All right. Now, would you take Dalton Schultz over Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki?
2: I don't know about that. I am a Gesicki guy. I Like Listen to me.
0: Hunter Henry is, is. It was one of the worst signings the Patriots have made in recent. Okay.
1: I, I to answer your question, I would take Dalton Schultz over.
0: Correct. Gesicki, he was great in Miami. I like Gesicki. Guess what? It ain't going to happen here. Okay. It's it's just not.
1: They're going to take a wide receiver one early next year. Agreed. And there's some good pass catchers in the draft next year. They're going to get one of them, and it's going to watch out for that Texans offense in like a year.
2: Now? After not shooting into Caleb Williams.
1: Hold on. Well, they just got their quarterback. They just got Stroud.
0: Just like we said with Houston.
2: I'm talking about uh, New England.
0: If you take this New England receiving okay, and you implant DeAndre Hopkins, and now... Schuster's your two, Thornton Correct. and Kendrick Bourne are your three, and Devontae Parker is still a ghost. And then
2: you've got we're talking two decent different. tight ends. I think Correct.
1: the pa- the Patriots and the Titans, which I think we'll get to. The Titans are even worse. I think the, the Titans, Titans yeah. are worse than the Patriots. I don't even Patriots. know these names. I'm, I I know a little bit about personnel. I don't know any of these fucking pass catchers in, in Tennessee. <laughs> All
0: right, let's say 31. They have Carolina. I disagree with this.
1: I think we all di- we all disagree with it.
0: Okay. Yeah. You've got Thielen. You've got Hurst. Uh, you've got Terrence Marshall, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, they signed Hayden Hurst at tight end.
1: They're going to need another tight end at some point to Correct. pair with Hayden Hurst. And then, oh, man, Hopkins would look so good here. He would. And if they figure that out next year, if they get that, that true wide receiver one that could recover for these old guys— could be a good thing. I think this this pass catching core is better than the Titans, better than the Patriots, and probably better than the Cardinals. But
0: I I can't disagree with you there. I think Carolina's probably four or five spots too low. I Tennessee at he 30. he
2: just brought up something very valid. What the Cardinals?
1: They're well, in, they're in the low tier. We're getting they're there. In the low tier. We're
0: getting there. Tennessee at thirty. Yeah. Um. Uh, their highest graded receiver last year was tight end Chicago Ziam Ocow- o-
2: the kid from Cincinnati.
0: yeah, kid from Cincinnati. The next closest was Traylon Burks, who didn't, who was hurt.
2: Yeah, he he was he went down at the end of the year, and it did not look good.
0: Then there's Kyle Phillips, okay uh, that. Nick Westbrook, Ikini guy.
1: Yeah, well. Stop. Yeah. This is last. It's this just, is, you this know what? Is this is, they belong in the doggy tier, and yeah, they're, those, they're in the dog those tier. Those guys
2: are on the practice squad.
1: You, That's know it. How
0: I, you know how I feel about how bad New England's wide receivers are, and how much they let me down? I think Tennessee's it, is is worse. worse. You're right.
1: And this is a team I completely just forgot about this, that made a pretty good pitch to DeAndre Hopkins. This is the only team I don't think, I mean, of course, he's going to make the guys better if he shows up there, but this is the only team I think that just doesn't make sense for him. Him. No,
0: because this, DeAndre Hopkins would be cute, but it doesn't make them any better. No, no, no. I mean, is Traylon Burks a solid number two? I, I, I don't think so. maybe, maybe. Maybe if he had that's a, Hopkins
2: opposite him, that's I think that would help him immensely, maybe. because I think he'll have
0: more opportunity. That's a big maybe. Yeah. I just they don't have enough. They don't have enough. They maybe. didn't listen.
2: They didn't outside Traylon Burks. They didn't have anybody to stretch the field. Listen, Bruce would probably go
0: there and play wide receiver for uh, the Titans right now. It's that bad, and, and he's high too. Um, played better. At 29, like we said, is New England, and I think we...
1: Okay. Bottom, bottom two.
0: Bottom two. I, I agree. I would say right now, for me, it's Tennessee New England. Yeah. They're in petrified dog shit. And Arizona? Uh, we're going to talk about Arizona's that's, at 28. That's number
1: three. I think it's slightly better than the other two. Because okay. a Rondale Moore hasn't been utilized well at nope. all. Would love to see him in a new c- system. What were you going to say? This
0: this. For me, there's a gap between
1: the AJ Green retired yeah,
0: and everybody else. Agree. Okay. Yeah. Hollywood Brown as a one, I don't love it. No. As a two, I don't mind it. Rondell Moore is your three. Don't mind it. Greg Dortch is Greg Dorch. I, I don't hate it. Uh Zach Ertz. Is all is hurt from now till Kingdom Come. Like he was effective last he year though, when he was very played effective. He when, had a really good, he, good comeback year. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. this there's a little bit of potential.
2: Listen, they they don't they don't have Kyler Murray, so you can basically write them off.
0: But they have Colt McCoy and David Blow. Oh so. Jesus Christ. God David Blow. It. Uh at twenty seven, this one kind of surprised me a little bit, but go ahead. Not really. Uh the Green Bay Packers.
1: They're getting the benefit off of how these guys performed last year. Um, we've said it a million times. We don't know what we got in Jordan Love. I personally think he's going to be decent. Um, and that's where they're, it's contingent upon Jordan Love being good. I'll say this much. Watson and Dobbs didn't perform well in the same game ever. No, they never. was did damage at the beginning of the year. Dropping balls. Watson was drafted higher. I think Watson was a second rounder, and Dobbs was like a fourth or fifth or sixth rounder. Dobbs was really good at the beginning of the year. I know because I picked him up, and he didn't do shit afterwards. And Watson was good at the end of the year. So I'd like to see what they could do together. We're giving a lot of benefit to them based on the inconsistent performances and the potential. I think they could easily be lower than a lot of the teams that are in front behind them on this list. That's my opinion. But they added Jaden Reed from Michigan State, who I love, that's, who's an outstanding player. They added Luke Musgrave and Tucker Kraft, two of the best pass-catching tight ends right. in the draft. Um, we're giving a lot of benefit to a lot of things that we haven't seen in Green Bay. Could be good. Putting them in the in the dog shit tier, though, in the meantime.
0: You're, they're petrified dog shit. Um, you want me to be honest? I, I look at the depth chart for this next team, and... It's bad. They they This is... They they might be in the New England, Tennessee category. That's the Indianapolis Colts. I agree. Um, it's Michael Pittman who's eternally hurt. Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, Isaiah McKenzie, Ashton Doolin, Rashad Perriman.
1: You're gonna see a lot Ouch. of Richardson Ouch. and you're gonna <laughs> see a lot of Jonathan Taylor there. Yeah,
0: I mean Ouch. they're gonna they're
1: gonna look like a big ten team. And it's fitting because they're in the capital of Big Ten country, even though I disagree. I think it's Detroit. Um, They're in the capital of Big Ten country, and they're going to be running the shit out of the ball, whether it's with their running backs or their quarterbacks. Um, they're a year away in this regard. This is gross. This would be, you haven't heard about Hopkins there, but that would be a great spot Oh, my God.
0: Honestly, him and Pittman is a one-two punch. Yeah,
1: and Alec Pierce was outstanding last year. He was 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 very good. But but can can Alec Pierce take the step to the next level? I don't think so. I think Pittman's going to get more reps. And Pittman's good. He's one of the more underheralded wide wide healthy. receivers from Ohio state because yeah. they've done, they've done a lot wide receivers from Ohio state have done a lot of damage over the last 10 years. He's one of the less heralded ones. And I think he could be very good there.
0: Um, my, The next team, I think we're at 25, 25. I was surprised to see this team this high. I'm just going to come straight out and say that uh, that is the New York giants who is another one of these teams where I, you, I didn't even know who was left last year. <laughs> I didn't know who was left. They got rid of Kadarius Toney. And then it was like uh, the Robinson guy got hurt. Sterling Shepard was, I think he was fucking dead all year. Now they have a wide receiver room that is Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, uh, an injured Wendell Robinson, an injured Sterling Shepard.
1: I uh, they they Jalen still... Hyatt is a monster. Yeah, he honestly I was just gonna say that. And they <laughs> added Darren Waller. <laughs> that's that's the so I think Waller is the is the the, the X key. factor for yeah, these guys. I, I think agree. he's the that. supposed to unlock everyone else. He didn't do that in Oakland or no, in Vegas, he too. He did not. He didn't do that. He didn't make the receiving core better for Derek Carr, in my opinion. Um, the best guy on this list, Uncle Sam nailed it. I think it's Jalen Hyatt. He's got the biggest explosive big play potential. Um, the only thing I'll say about the Giants is they still haven't replaced Odell. The Hodges' kid was consistent last year he's at the consistent. end of the year, but Darius Slayton's your number one. It's not yeah. Hodges, and yeah. Darius Slayton's your number one. I don't think he's that good. No, I he's no. at at a minimum. He's got big games. He's really inconsistent. So I'm this su- this sure is in that bottom it's tier. Gonna be this is petrified dogs. Bottom five or six.
2: Hyatt's going to be at least a number two by the time the season comes along. I I agree. By the time that. camp's over, he Could should be. be a number two, if not a one. Could be.
0: Uh moving up the list. Twenty four. The Atlanta Falcons.
1: This one's interesting.
0: This one is really interesting because I'm kind of torn on whether or not
1: they should be here. But then I look at it, and it's like— So remember, this is receiving cores. This is this is guys that catch passes, and exactly. that's where Uncle Sam's boy comes in.
0: You Yes, Cordero Patterson is
1: still— Cordero Patterson, B. John but Robinson. He's not a receiver. No, no. I mean, they they play him as a running back, but same with with Bijan. But these guys are going to line up all over the place. Bijan's going to catch some passes, too. These these guys are going to line up all over the place. And for that reason, they're they're interesting. If you can revive Kyle Pitts, I don't think it's going to happen when when you don't have a true quarterback. Um,
2: Watching him is like watching somebody running quicksand. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's fucking off. I
0: didn't even know this. They made the biggest wide receiver move of the offseason, they signed Scotty Miller. Oh God! God damn it! Um, Maybe he can get fucking what's
2: his name. And out you want to know what? He's
0: third on the depth chart. Drake London, Mac Hollins, which I didn't know that either. Uh, Scotty Miller, Durrell, Hodge, Frank Darby, Penny Hart.
1: I, I mean, I like Drake London. I'll tell you that much. He's he was yeah, I do great. Too. I do too. He's going to be really good for them. He was good for them in a couple games last year. They need a quarterback though.
0: Wow. Uh, I, you know what? I'm kind of starting to. You're not it. on a Desmond Ritter I, bandwagon. I, you know what
1: the talk is? Desmond Ritter's gonna. Is, I mean, it's we've heard this before, and I, I
0: might be hopping on the Desmond Ritter bandwagon.
1: I know you're high on the Falcons.
0: I am. Uh, okay. This, I just
2: don't think they'll be able to beat uh, New Orleans. Them being this high, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Them
0: being this high is rank is two reasons. We okay. said Bijan and Cordero, and a prayer. That Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith could, yeah. could carry them at tight end.
2: Hopefully Kyle Pitts just drowns in the quicksand.
0: Uncle Sam put – what was he, your second-round pick like? Oh, year? Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: No, no. Third? Like fourth-round no, pick.
0: No, I think it was third.
2: I think fourth. It,
1: we'll, in, we'll in, check fa- in fairness to I you, to shoot that was yourself. the case That's for a lot of people.
0: Is. All right, yeah. so let's review here for a second. 24 was Atlanta. 25 was the Giants. 26 was the Colts. All of those of which we could put in petrified dog shit. Uh, Green Bay – Maybe, okay. Arizona dog shit. New England dog shit. Tennessee dog shit. Carolina, borderline dog shit. Okay. At twenty three is the Detroit Lions.
1: Okay. I mean, I I personally think this is one of the top ten or That's fifteen best of low catching low. groups in the league. I,
0: I was
2: absolutely well, blown. You, you away know what? By this. If you look at it this way, I I kind of get it. Um, you have tight ends that are unproven here. I mean.
0: I have a really hard time, you know what fucking I mean, eating this. Listen, outside
2: St. Brown, outside St. Brown.
0: What do you have, Jamison Williams?
2: It's still yeah, but it's still up in the air. We haven't seen this guy. He fair. played
1: two fucking plays last year. Fair and fair on Sam Laporta. If you want to play that card as well, yeah, I. I I disagree just based on just based on the production the broad production of the pass game last year they had one of the best passing attacks in the league last year with with uh, it was Jared Goff's arguably his most efficient season Uh, did he finish top was he top five or six in yards I I think he was Um, I I disagree and I want to take this time to talk about Sam Laporta by the way Um, George Kittle he was on Pardon My Take which shout out to Pardon My Take and I know we're not allowed to talk Barstool on here but that's okay. um, he was on, pardon my take, last week, and so was Kelsey. Yeah, and there was a there was a camp that that Kittle hosts, and Kittle was gassing up Laporta because they're both Iowa tight ends. And Kittle said that the Lions got one of the steals of the draft in Laporta, and thinks he's he personally went out of his way to 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 thank him and and say this kid's going to be really really good, and he's going to be that next generation of Iowa tight ends. And on top of that, anyone the Lions threw at tight end last year was productive and made a big a big play. Shane Zilstra, who might not make the team, um, Mitchell, who was outstanding and made big plays, and on top of that, Brock Wright. So just there, I think they have one of the best tight end rooms. Brock in the Wright league. had the
2: biggest play of the year last Huge year for play. them. Huge play.
1: So they have one of the best tight end rooms in my opinion. That's without seeing Laporta. If you add right. Laporta, they have a good pass catching running back. That adds to the core. If we're going to talk about Bijan, we're totally allowed to talk about Jameer Gibbs. And then, in my opinion, Amonra St. Brown is a, is a top seven receiver in the league. He's yeah. so efficient. He catches everything. His stats, he backed up his stats his rookie year. He backed them up last year. Um, and then everything else is just a bonus. Like we know, Josh Reynolds is decent. Khalif Raymond, I got to pull up this chart. for He yesterday. was uh, a
2: little underrated last year. He, more, he
1: more than, than underrated. Big
2: play after big play last year. More
1: than underrated. Um, I'm going to pull up a chart for you guys right now on Khalif Raymond, just to throw in with with everything else. Khalif Raymond, there was this chart for 2020 wide receiver separation in man and in zone. He was literally the best. Receiver in getting separation in man coverage and in zone coverage, you could do a lot one, of damage. One thing I want this is the ask. chart. This is the chart. What, and that's what was Raymond. his
2: average yards per catch? It oh, had it's to. Be, crazy. He
1: had to lead the team in it. It's crazy, and and his so and his yards after catch are, is also great. Yeah. His yards after separation. Well, I do think he would have as much as same great. ground?
2: But I mean, it. it he does like to as me many reps. every
1: deep ball. Last year, was it goes going to Khalif and the year before, too, yeah. and the year before. It's, it's all the deep balls. He just doesn't get as many reps, so the efficiency Correct. is more prevalent. But he's a great pass catcher. I, I want to play the game going forward. They're at 23 on this list. I want to play the game going Who's forward. Better? Who's better? Because I think their pass catchers are better than a lot of these For the
0: catchers. record, Khalif Raymond last year, uh, 47 receptions, 616 yards. That is 13.1 yards per reception.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been good for years here. And he returns, he can return kicks and punts. Yeah, Correct. So I think it's a very underrated core. I and mean, even without Jamison Williams, even if Jamison Williams lives up to being a turd, you just remember that they won a lot of games without Jamison Williams on the field last right. year. And they had a pretty efficient offense without him on the field. If he is good, and he's first round good, and he lives up to the hype that we're building around him, gosh, oh, what? They're not just a top 10 pass-catching core in this league. They're a top five pass-catching core in this league. If Jamison Williams is good. Remains to be seen on if Jamison Williams is good, though.
2: Yeah. Uh, Like I said, though, they're ranked 25th, 24th, 23rd. 23rd. We're playing the game going forward. They're ranked 23rd because we haven't seen enough of these other guys to to make a a valid uh, call on it.
0: Well, number 22, this one will be the first one that we get to try and Okay. Try and fight about here, and I think this one will cause a fight. Cleveland Browns. Uh so we got Amari Cooper. We have Elijah Moore. Uh we have obviously out of the backfield Nick Chubb. Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh they added Marquise Goodwin as their fifth wide receiver Ooh. now. Oh. Uh David Njoku as their tight end.
1: He's nice. Just stop. Lions are better than us.
0: Ja'Keem Grant in so? there yeah, too. I, I do
1: because I if you're comparing number 1 receivers, I think number 1 here is Amonra St. Brown. He's better than Amari Cooper right now. I'm oh, taking wow. I'm taking Amonra St. Brown today over Amari Cooper. You're going to give the body That's of work, which is fair. Which is fair, and I I don't mean to alienate you. I hope we could still be friends, but I, <laughs> be, if we're the Lions depth is better than this, the Lions tight ends are better than this. Jameson you don't Williams. Think David
2: Njoku is better than anybody on the lines right now. I don't David think Joku's
0: too too injury. He's injury prone. I am officially ready to put that tag on him.
1: I think if we talk in, in January, in Sam Laporta's numbers are gonna be double what David Njoku does this year. In ja- double?
2: That that's a double. that's a hey. That's a hot take that's right bold. there, boy. That's a hot take. And, that, that's and like I said, that's, that's in bold. a
1: loaded, like Sam Laporta is just one of at least three pieces in the Lions tight end room. Okay. And that's with a crowded tight end room. I think Sam Laporta's numbers are going to be significantly better than David Njoku's this year. Okay. And and I think all time, Amari Cooper is one of my favorite receivers, arguably the best receiver to come out of Alabama during this era of receivers, because they all end up going to jail or getting DUIs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right now I'm taking, I think Amonra St. Brown is the most underrated receiver in the league and he's a top seven receiver and I'm I, taking I, him I, over I, Amari Cooper.
2: I'm going to agree with you that, uh, at this point, I would say he's better than Amari Cooper. Do you like Elijah? Because he's young. Do you like Elijah Moore more than? Here's the problem. Jameson Williams I don't think be. Elijah Moore got a, a, a fair shot at being a number one receiver in New York. I really don't. A
1: lot of things. I don't just think didn't he had much out.
2: throwing to him. It's it's been kind of a shit show for him. And I think he's I a better that. receiver than people
0: think. I agree with that. So do you like the Browns pass catchers more than the Lions? Um from top to bottom, yes.
1: Wow. That's fair. That's what this list is, top yeah. to bottom.
2: From top to bottom, yes. Okay. Moving on. People's Jones, very highly
1: Touted in college. What great fringe wide yeah. receiver too. Yeah. He's he's great. Yeah. But I'm still not taking him over three. I would wide take him receivers. over Josh Reynolds. I would that's, take that's I would about take it. him over
2: him. That's about I would it. Take him over uh uh the the guy we got from Jacksonville.
1: He's gone Shark. He's
2: gone. No, not Shark. The other one.
1: Oh Marvin Jones! Marvin, jo- I would we take over Marvin about, Jones. We didn't even talk about. By the way, we literally didn't even talk about Marvin, Marvin Jones. We
0: skipped on Marvin Jones, who's but
1: who's excellent. It's...
0: I think we're going to talk about him now because uh, one spot above, up at twenty one, is the New Orleans Saints.
1: Still the Lions for me.
0: This one for me is interesting. You got Kamara and Jamal Williams
1: out of the backfield. We're gonna. It's interesting for the I same li- reason. I like
2: Jarvis Landry.
1: It comes down. Jarvis to. Jarvis Landry's not there. He's anymore. a he's a free oh, agent. God. It Alave. comes down to one guy. Alave. No, the one in front Michael of him. Michael, Michael Thomas.
0: Michael Thomas. Ah. Yeah. The depth chart has Alave as one now. I,
1: Michael I mean, Thomas Michael Michael Thomas is a pretty elite receiver when he plays.
0: I will say Correct. outside and of Alave and Michael Thomas,
1: they're a nice nobody one, one on, two punch. That's a great one
0: two punch, but they have nobody. Rashid Shahid.
1: Who? Assalamu alaikum. LeBron Smith. Who? Drake Smith A- is still there? Yeah. A.T. Perry. No. They James don't, Washington. They don't have, I mean, uh, okay, Kamara, who I think is in the decline. So they have Correct. one pass catching running back. I'm taking Jameer Gibbs over Kamara. Agree. Uh, I won't argue if anyone else doesn't do that, by the way. Who do they have at tight end? It's the guy that had cancer that's coming back uh, this It's
0: Jawan Johnson and Foster Moreau.
1: Foster Moreau.
0: And Taysom Hill. Don't I'm, forget, about, I'm Don't for forget sure. about Taysom Hill.
1: I think with with Michael Thomas, I'm still taking the Lions, but they have a very good one-two punch at receiver if Michael Thomas returns to what he was, That's a huge contingency. Yeah, we haven't correct. seen Michael Thomas in two years. That was two years ago when he was the best pass catcher in the league.
0: Correct For me, what separates this is the depth. They have no depth. They have, they have no depth. absolutely no depth. A- and at some point in the year when Michael Thomas gets turf toe and is out for 12 weeks, it is going to be important to have that depth for them. And they don't have it.
1: I'm I'm scrolling up on this list, and I can't wait to go over this, but it's criminal that the Lions were just this low on the list. That's I just want to throw that out there.
0: I agree. Bit. I think that both of these teams – the last two that we've talked about it's not necessarily awful that they're be below them, but it's not good either uh moving up to number twenty is the New York jets
1: taking the lions over the new york jets
0: these this is this is three <laughs> hard ones for Uncle Sam in a row here uh <laughs> so- Uncle
1: Sam's kind of shaking his head too by the way he's face Yeah. <sighs>
0: You, but is it
1: some, because it's close or because you disagree?
0: I, I didn't say
1: anything. Garrett Wilson, it's
0: Alan language. Lazard, McCole Hardman, Corey Davis, the Ghost, Denzel Mims. You want to throw him in there. Tight ends: Tyler Conklin and uh, CJ Azama. Running backs: Brees Hall and
1: Michael Carter. Other than Garrett Wilson, you just named a lot of well, wide receiver three I or lo- four. I love
2: Garrett Wilson. I love Brees Hall. You can make, you and I can think make that's case, all you're
1: going to need. Hot, hot take here. You can make the case that Garrett Wilson will, at, at the very least, finish as a top 10 receiver in the league
0: Agreed, this year. correct. Without question. I think so. Uh, I don't care. The Lions receiving core is better than this.
1: Agreed. The The one X factor, I love their tight ends. Um, Tyler I Conklin, I he, love Conklin, he dropped off. I He's from correct. here, by the way. Shout out to Tyler Conklin. Um, he dropped off in the second half of the year, but Tyler Conklin is a very good pass-catching tight end. I agree so
2: with you that. Got Zach, when you got Zach Wilson banging his mom's friend, and doesn't even (laughs) know where the fuck he's at. Mm -hmm. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn toward the end of last year.
1: So are are you—him and I are taking the Lions over the Jets. Are you taking the Lions receiving core over the Jets or no? No. Fair. Fair.
0: Okay, but why? I think the Jets are no, no, better. you got to give me a why. Because he's gangrene. He just doesn't told have you to tell you. Aaron right. Rodgers. fuck about. Aaron fucking Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Is it not? Capacity? Is that the
1: same Aaron Rodgers? It doesn't matter. Is it okay, the same Rogers Aaron Rodgers that's, that's, the, that's Aaron the son Rogers. of Kirby Joseph? Is it the same Aaron Rodgers we're talking about?
0: If Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers locks himself in a cave for the season, smokes ayahuasca, and it's Zach Wilson, who, who's receiving core is better. The Lions of the The James.
1: Lions. One one of the reasons not I think Aaron the Aaron Rodgers show. experiment no, isn't going to go that great. I think great. that the
2: the Jets' potential is there to be better. It's fair. I
0: like Hardman. I don't. If you're really going by like potential, Hardman, I still think the, the Lions have the anybody beat. You know what? What? You are so full of grade-A okay, dog whatever. shit right now. Whatever. I'm you not like McCole Hardman? To you. You, if he was in huh? a fucking cheese Corey field. Davis. Oh, he's that oh, big body Corey, receiver that he, Aaron Rodgers loves. Now I know he's full of shit. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm sure. Fucking... And you know what? You didn't even talk about Randall, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb? Go ahead. Yes. Tell me tell the me. ghost of Randall Cobb. When the Jets traded for Allen Lazard, what did you say in front of that microphone? What? For what? He's worthless. He's no, I, I didn't
2: say he was worthless. Yes, I don't... did. I think Allen Lazard is a really nice number three.
0: But he's not a number three.
2: He's he a number be. two.
1: A, number, oh, that a number three, where I come from, is a shit and a piss. And if, oh, if that's three the case, on the I agree list? with
0: you. I'd take Marvin who's Jones over Lazard.
1: I would, too. 100% I would.
0: I would take Marvin Jones who's over three on Elvis. the list for
2: the Jets?
1: The Jets, number three. Like Corey Davis, maybe? Is... Or Hardman. Hardman. Yeah.
2: I would take Hardman over Josh Reynolds.
0: But they're not.
1: And
2: no. I would take
0: Hardman Fair, over But, that's, but Marvin Reynolds. Jones
1: is, is number three if, if things are Correct. healthy here.
0: I would take Marvin Jones over Hardman. I would take Josh Reynolds over Corey da- you wanted me to be. Honest. Are you going
2: to tell me that that
0: I would take a fucking tree stump over Corey James?
2: <laughs> Do Davis. you think Garrett Wilson will be better than St. Brown? No, no, I think they're going to finish don't. very okay. close. No,
1: to I think Amonra St. Brown has not be. And the Lions are banking on Jamison Williams being better than every one of these guys that we've named except Correct. for Amonra St. Brown. And I, but we don't know. I don't know. Take James- we don't know.
0: I would take. The don't. potential... You've Gotta wait till week seven, bud. I would take the potential of Jamison Williams over what we've, the best of Alan Lazard we've seen. Ten times over and twice. I luck. would never
2: do that because I would take the ghost of Randall Cobb over
1: all but, these guys. Uh, at 19, Washington Commanders. Taking the Lions over the Commanders receiving corps.
0: This one's tough for me. This one's really tough for me. Uh, I love McLaurin. I love Jahan Dotson. I've always had a hard-on for Curtis Samuel, and I don't know why. Their tight ends are dog shit. I wipe them out. Uh, I'm still going to take the Lions. Who is their tight ends? Logan Thomas and John Bates. Yeah, that's
2: garbage.
1: Former uh, Lion, Logan Thomas. Uh, I, I'll say this much. I, I love Terry I can't Terry believe McLaurin. they're that high. I would love I to either. see Terry McLaurin on a different team so at this point because he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. Uh, Scary Terry, shout out Scary Terry. I'm not taking Terry McLaurin even at his best over a Monroe St. Brown. Um, And for that reason, again, because I think the Lions beat almost every team on, like, the back-end depth at receiver. Correct. Agree. Um, And for that reason, if we're just going by number ones alone, I'm taking the Lions. And if we're going by depth here, I'm I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions
0: both ways on this. Yeah. Yep. Next, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we have Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson. (laughs) Uh, Calvin Austin, the third, who uh, mm. go ahead. And, uh, that white dude that used to play in New England, Gunner Luski or whatever the fuck his name is. Ochefsky. Yeah. Miles Boykin behind him.
1: Friermuth.
0: Tight ends. Friermuth. Darnell Washington. Running backs. Oh, Harris I love Darnell we all, Washington. I love
1: Darnell Washington.
2: My God, that guy
1: is a fucking beast. Still, still taking the Lions here. I, I don't I would think take Deont- the Lions too. I don't I think Deontay Johnson too. touches uh, Amonra St. Brown. Agree, um, George. And on top of that, none of their receivers put it together in the same game last year. I also think they have issues at quarterback. I don't really, I don't really like where they're going in that regard. We do we have the we had the Steelers quarterback debate, right?
0: Yes, we did. Uh... What what debate though? Uh,
1: We've talked where, about where we think Kenny what's his, Pickett. Kenny Pickett's going to finish later yeah. in the year. Yes,
0: we said that Kenny Pickett had top fifteen potential. Yeah, correct.
1: I I don't like who's throwing to them as much. I think he's going to have a bit, a better year than last year, and he's going to improve. But this guy isn't Roethlisberger. Agreed. Um, take I. It, it, this is going to come down to: Are there going to be games where Deontay Johnson and George Pickens put it together in the same game? That's, that's, that's something they haven't done. Still not taking them over the Lions. I think this is a, a very underrated receiving core, and it could be really, the potential's high, especially when you throw in Darnell Washington and if Allen Robinson did, did, can
2: rebound. You know what? I'm going to say this. I think Washington is going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's better than, no, he's better than where he was drafted. He's good. I, I think he was a top, I thought he personally, that he was a top five tight end and he was not drafted at top five, I was surprised by that.
0: Listen, they signed Allen Robinson. That's all. That's it. Oh. Okay. If you do that, you deserve nothing. That's it. it. You deserve 100 Allen Robinson, you deserve
2: saying. to be kicked right in the bag to sign him. I agree. Go ahead. That. I think
0: the
1: Lions they have this next team beat, too. At
0: 17 is the Denver Broncos. This is the hardest one for me so far, and I think I would take Denver here. I the problem is is I fell in love with the Denver receiving core a long time ago and what it could be, and we've never seen it all happen at once. Because they're always hurt. Correct. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. I love all those guys. I love K.J. Hamler. They threw Marquez Callaway down in the bottom there. Uh, Greg Dolch and the, the guy who's nobody's name we can pronounce, Albert He's, he's
1: supposed to have a, a monster year. He's,
0: yes. I mean, he are supposed to have if, a monster
1: year last if year. If they can no, he came on this, at the end.
0: If they can put this together, which they have not been able to do since right. they've all ended up there. It
1: could be incredible. I'm still taking the lions, but that yeah. being said, um, they've never same drill. They've never, there's guys that have had so much potential that haven't done it here from Jerry Judy to KJ Hamler. Cortland Sutton's one of the better wide receivers we've named, and he's been very good. Still taking Amonra St. Brown over Cortland Sutton, and I think that if if I personally, a lot of people are high on Denver, think they're going to be improved, think Russ is going to be better, think Sean Payton's going to be there. Sean, I, Sean I Payton's going to be a big,
2: big improvement of what they have.
1: Maybe I disagree with it. I, I really? could, it could happen. I I don't think Russ is going to be that good. I think Cortland Sutton, who is the subject of a lot of trade rumors, this offseason, could end up getting traded out of this offense. Next team. I don't think the lions have a better receiving. Court.
0: I agree. Next is Jacksonville Jaguars at 16. Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Jamal Agnew, uh, whoever Parker Washington is, Tim Jones at tight end, Evan Engram, which is really all you need uh Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby and Jamichael Hasty at running back.
1: Bigsby and Etienne both catch passes.
0: Yes. Uh Evan Ingram last year was one of the best tight ends in football. And, and I mean that the way that offense looked last year, the way Zay Jones came on last year from the dead uh Christian Kirk, I know I talked a lot of shit when they signed him to all that money. Every,
1: everyone did.
0: He looks so good. Now you're throwing a really? perfectly healthy and determined Calvin Ridley into this mix, I, in my opinion, I think they could finish as a top five offense in the NFL this year.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I we, we've all cool. been in agreement on Jacksonville. I, agree. I think Trevor Lawrence is an MVP candidate. I, I love these pass catchers.
0: Love it. Love it. I think 16's pretty low for them.
1: hmm Agreed.
0: Uh, next up, and I'm sorry, I get it. They signed Odell Beckham. I don't know how they are this high because last year they had nothing. And I mean fucking nothing. And at 15 is the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe I'm just low on these guys for for no reason. I get it. You added Odell and Zay Flowers. Without those two, this is number, in my opinion, if you take their two offseason additions out, they are 32. Yeah. They
1: I are I'm, I'm with you. I still take the Ravens over the Lions. Um, in terms of depth, oh. I think their one, two, three is as good as anybody, and then they have a Let's top Mark three pass March, Mark Andrews is elite. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're high on the other tight end too. Likely, likely, likely they had a likely. good
0: little year last year.
1: They're high on him. Yeah, um, could be pretty good, and then. Uh, their running backs have always caught passes. Correct,
0: they all three of them: Dobbins, Edwards, and Justice Hill. When he plays, they're all pretty dynamic on the backfield.
1: This is a top ten group to me. I think 15's low, and I know you disagree, but I think Odell's going to have a monster I, year. I I've, think Zay Flowers is good, and Mark Andrews unlocks everything that comes after. So I think I would take Baltimore over the Lions. This is the problem I have with this. I gotta
0: see, I gotta see them do it. For me to believe in it. Because there's been so many times where this Ravens offense is lacking so much ass. And yeah, they have the ass now, but I want to see it. Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers agree that three is at their peaks. Bateman was awful last year. But see, Bateman didn't start the year awful last
1: year.
2: No. No. But he that's got when hurt. I he got he hurt.
0: Really good, and then
1: he, he, he took had bed.
2: He had one good game last year. You, you trade him week four or five. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, he
0: Duvernay, out. not awful. Agalor, okay. I don't know. They're better this, than the
1: Lions. I think right it's now, better than right? the Lions. I'll, I'll for sure. I agree with that.
0: At their best, but are we, better we're than the Lions? Them at their best. We'll yeah, see. I will Don't know. Uh, you want to say question marks with with Jamison Williams? What about question marks with Odell Beckham?
1: I agree no, with that. Because the last time we saw Odell Beckham, he was pretty good. Yeah. That's the thing. He's got the body of work to go with it. He's, like, it, it at least exists. If he's,
2: if he's healthy, if he's he felt, definitely better than. Guys,
1: the guys come underlying. back from ACLs all the time, and Odell's already come back from an ACL once, and all the workout reports. He's better have been than Marvin
2: Jones. He's yep. better than a lot of those guys. I agree.
0: I will concede. Uh, The next one is definitely, without question, not as good as the Detroit Lions. You guys can argue with me. It's the Los
1: Angeles Rams. Agreed 100%. Not as good as the Lions. Their number one is is better. Uh, Outside Cooper Cup? Outside of Cooper Cup. So their number one is better than anything the Lions have. We agree. That's a top five or six player at receiver. I don't think that I'm taking a Monroe St. Brown over Cooper Cup yet. Because we don't know. Cooper Cup could have a massive drop off. Or whatever. I don't like anything else behind him. I never liked you don't like Van, Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. I never liked uh, I never liked Higby. He's it's, very inconsistent.
0: So running yeah. backs we have Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle. Receivers is Cup, Van Jefferson, Ben Skronik, Demarcus Robinson, Tutu Atwell. Who? Tutu Atwell. Watch out for him. <laughs> and then uh, Tyler Higby and nobody else really.
2: No, I I agree with I I think the Lions are better than them. Yeah.
0: Here's my prediction on Cooper Cup this year. You guys can agree disagree. He could finish his wide receiver one. He could finish his wide receiver ten. I wouldn't be surprised to see either of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, lower than ten. He could finish lower than ten. He's got to be healthy, and Stafford's got to be healthy. You have right. two old guys that have to be healthy. You don't think Brett Ripon
0: or Stenson Bennett could finish the job for, uh, for Cooper hey, Cup?
2: Hey, don't write off Stenson Bennett. <laughs> He's uh, my dark horse. He's he, my dark horse. I'm Stenson offended.
1: Ben. I am offended at number 13. <laughs> offended. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: I am... <laughs> Uncle, he's, he's We're going to get a what-the-fuck out of him right now. At 13, so that's the in the top half now. Okay. Chicago Bears.
1: <laughs> no. Chase Claypool walked in a fashion show last week. Yeah, uh, with he, a purse. He followed up a week later of uh, the reports of him being lackluster. He that's followed nice. up by he's walking. He's one of those
2: trans-testicle things. That's, that's fine. Trans he can do what he
1: wants. Uh, that's uh, fine.
0: So, Chicago Bears. Good. Uh We have Deontay ford wrong? Deonta Foreman is down on their depth chart as running back one. Uh Khalil Herbert, running back two, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Equiminius St. Brown, Tyler Scott and Dante Pettis, uh, with Vellis Jones Jr. chilling back there. Uh, tight ends, Cole Komet, and Robert Tanyan. I, I for the life I, don't, of I me, don't see how they're that high. I can't figure it out.
2: Why are I they that high? Out? They I should mean, be unless, like in the low 20s. Unless
0: sure. you are putting a absolute ton of stock into D.J. Moore which I get it I, I think Moore's he's the talented. only
2: really good receiver they have he's the, yeah, receiver he's, the,
1: he's the only one I think Cole Komet could be good um, and he came on at the end of the year yeah. he's not in the conversation of a lot of these teams we've talked about and a lot of these tight ends that we've talked about no um So much hype is being placed on the Chicago Bears. Hey, hey,
2: we want that.
1: So much is being placed on Justin Fields, and this is not the receiving core that's going to get it done with a quarterback that is the worst in the league at playing from behind. Correct. So bad, bad, bad all around.
0: I'm sorry, but that's just – That's way too high for them. mind-blowing to me. Okay. Especially if you look at this next – the team right above them, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, To me – this is the one team that depth-wise, kind of makes me raise an eyebrow when you come up against the Lions.
1: Depth-wise, yes, I like their one, two, three. I I actually would take the Chargers pass catchers. Yeah, over I the Lions. would as well. I and would. then you, and then we're throwing Eckler in there as well. Correct. Well, um, Eckler's a monster.
0: Eckler, tight ends are Gerald Everett, Donald Parnham. These
1: That's are some really, really inconsistent wide receivers Correct. in terms of health but if they're yes. all on the field which is another big factor this year for herbert like these I guys agree. all have to be on the field but keenan allen's outstanding, outstanding. you ask darius Slay, who one of the hardest receivers he's ever covered was he will tell you keenan keenan allen when he plays he's great mike williams is great when he plays i love Quentin johnson yes, you do. i think he was the second best receiver in the draft um Quentin johnson could be great gerald better than johnson for me, it was probably. I thought
2: Johnson was the best receiver. Zay, in Zay
1: Flowers, house. maybe. You I think,
2: think, I think Flowers is little though?
1: Yeah, uh, Johnson. J- think- you know what? No, Wouldn't I take it back. got the size. For me, it was Jackson Smith and Jeeba. That's that's number okay. one. Okay, yeah,
2: for me. true. You thought he was the best? Yeah, and I, I think personally two. think Johnson because I saw what he did to Michigan,
1: and he absolutely roasted him. He
2: absolutely pile drived him.
1: And, you uh, can make the case Jordan Addison was better than, than Johnson. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm taking Johnson over think, Jordan Addison. but I like Johnson's size and his physicality. The moral of the story is I'm taking the Chargers over the Lions. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Next, 11, the Kansas City Chiefs. And honestly, I, I, I can't I believe they're ranked that high. To, well, no, I was going to say I'm kind of surprised to see them that low.
1: What do you mean? No, I don't think their pass catchers are that great. I think I Lions don't either. Are that great all or, all around. I'm taking them over the Lions all around. Travis Kelsey and then Travis Kelsey the is is a top five pass catcher, let alone tight end in the league. Correct. But outside of him, outside of him, what do
2: they have that? Scares anybody? No, there's
1: okay. There's consistent guys because, but but a lot of it's because of Mahomes. They have guys that are going to get the job done because Patrick Mahomes is passing to them and is going to find them. Jarek McKinnon
0: alone, what he did pass in passing game last year for them, to me, uh, numbers wise, numbers wise, I think Jamar Gibbs will finish better. But Jarek McKinnon tore it the fuck up. He did, and, and he
2: kind of disappeared right at the year. end. He disappeared right at the end of the playoffs because it was
0: a Pacheco show. I don't, again, this is another team that I don't love the number one situation, but Valdez, Scantling, Darius, Tony, Sky Moore, and then you don't really know anybody else, but Travis Kelsey's the number one.
1: Uh, by the way, Travis Kelsey State is starting to let it be again? known. You, you say the three receivers, and I got a Travis Kelsey tidbit.
0: Valdez, Scantling, yeah. Darius, Tony, okay. Sky Moore are their top three.
1: What do you think of those three right there? I mean, I think the Lions have a chance to be better than them. But if we're going all around and we're throwing in Jarek McKinnon and we're throwing in the tight end, well, court,
2: we're not. We're not even throwing that in. Yeah, I
1: those think the three Lions, receivers are fucking. Dog I don't shit. think Kadarius Tony is that. I don't think he's don't that think, good. I don't think uh, Toney is that good. No, I. I don't I, I, either. Why you. did the Giants let him walk? I think this they is another case of Mahomes being so good that okay. he can make these guys look good, and that and and all around. I'm putting this core above the Lions of pass catchers. Lions have a chance. Oh, just because better. of Kelsey. Period. Yeah, and yeah. and they have good depth. Yeah, and they have good depth.
0: Uh, at ten, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: No chance. Wow. No chance. I, well,
2: you look at it this way, Mike Evans. I'm gonna get killed got, here, but uh, I don't
0: mind
1: this. Chris Goddard. Uh, I can I could see the don't mind this, but. What are they going to do this year? Okay, oh, they're going to be awful. Listen, they're going
0: to be fucking awful.
1: Listen, depth-wise, depth wise, they got a good group of pass catchers. I and, and I could see where you're coming Outside from. Outside who? I just think personal opinion. So, Godwin. I would Godwin. take their
0: top three over the line. People
1: have three. always been high on Russell Gage. I love
0: Russell Gage. Br- I don't know why, but I do.
1: Brayton Howard have gotten it done, whether it's inconsistent. They're but, both gone. Oh, They're both gone.
0: It's Cade Otten and Payne Durham and Keefe now.
1: Okay, I'm taking the Lions over the Bucks soundly because I agree. Of the tight ends. The
0: I tight agree, end agree. situation is fucked. Rashad White, Chase Edmonds. I just I love Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage. I yeah, really should have just a, said
1: that uh, Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback for all these teams, and then go by wide receiver core.
0: Well, here's the thing: if you had a good quarterback, they all had I, good, anyway. decent, fucking quarterback. You're right, right. Oh. I, I, I'm gonna. I can't disagree with you here. The Lions are better than them all around. Yeah. But I just really want to see. I can't believe
1: they're that high. I I disagree. This list sucks, by the way. This list is fucking awful. Who put this list together? Just just by going from the Lions. I have nine. Lions are 23. I have nine teams that the Lions are better than. And the next two that we haven't even named, I think they're better than as well.
0: Okay. Uh, The next two are.
1: Uh, at, uh, what are we, at nine now? Listen, one of the next two, right? Because I think at number nine, we're at number nine. I think nine is better than the Lions. Nine is the Buffalo Bills, and... Right now, right now, they're better than the Lions.
0: Right now, they're better than the Lions. It is... Uh, uh, James Cook is their running back one. Whatever. Which is wild. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir, Trent Sherfield, Deontay Hardy, actually... N- Tight ends Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid that helps that's, them a lot. That's
2: one of the outside, best. Outside of Kincaid, to be
1: honest with you, no, no, Knox don't. It. Not, Dawson Knox can catch passes. Dawson too. Knox
0: can catch pa- can catch passes. He can kiss, but passes. he fell C- off. Kincaid
1: C- C-
2: will absolutely take his job. I think so too.
1: Yeah, well, he's the pass catching tight end. He was the yeah. best pass catching tight end in the draft. It's, he gets yards after catch. Right. Great player. This this is this is hard for me to justify.
2: But if D- Diggs, we don't know what's going to happen with Diggs. You don't know what's going to happen.
1: No, with he's guy. he's he's an asshole, but he's not that much of an asshole. I think he's going to play flash, there until he see, realizes see what happens. A yeah, big no, I agree. But I'm taking Diggs over any receiver on the Lions. Agreed. Hang and down. and and on top of that, they also have great depth, and I think their receiving cores.
2: Gabe Davis is a flash in a pan, dude.
1: We'll see. We've we'll seen see. that last a year. lot of it comes in big games. I know seen what you're that saying, last year. or in, in one game. A lot of his production will come right. in one yeah. game.
2: He'll have, he'll have two catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns, and then he'll disappear for four. Weeks.
1: Do number eight. Number eight is the Las Vegas Raiders. Lions have a better receiving core all around than the Las Vegas Raiders. This,
0: one, this one's really hard. Uh, Josh Jacobs and Zamir White, and somehow Amir Abdullah is still in the league. Uh, Tight ends, Austin Hooper, Michael Mayer, O.J. Howard. I'm not scared of that. But wide receiver-wise, I think they have some really nice depth. Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, DeAndre Carter, Keelan Cole. I I think they're better than the Lions. Philly Dorsett, I think they're better than the Lions, too. That's that's fair. That that one. Okay. I'm sorry.
2: Devontae Adams and,
0: and Jacoby Myers. If, 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 if you can unlock Jacoby Myers somehow. Yeah. If, if Jacoby Myers plays the way that Jacoby Myers should, then yes. I think
2: Adams draws enough
0: attention to where this guy could have a, and there's a big question a, a mark, a monster year, big question mark, on Hunter Renfro, big question mark. He got paid last year. He went quiet. And got yeah. There. I thought he wasn't even going to play this. It's uh, I mean, last check. So I thought he, they were getting ready to move on from He got tackled yeah, I in think.
2: that Cardinal game. And I still remember it. It was right at the end of the game. And my man got his his life blown out of him, and he wasn't the same afterwards. He
0: he needs to he needs to come out and look strong this year. But right Was he now out for like eight weeks with a concussion, nine weeks. Right now, I'm gonna take I'm gonna give the slight edge to Vegas. Yeah. Um, next is the Minnesota Vikings. I okay, and I get it, I get it, 100. You have Justin Jefferson who is. Probably the best receiver in the game right now. You have Jordan Addison. Again, there's a question mark. Potential there. there. There's potential, yeah. but there's a question mark. KJ Osborne. My opinion, I like him as a number three. Jalen Ray, Ray, uh, Ray He's garbage. He never panned out he's the way that he should have. That's why and, he's not on
2: Philly. He's garbage. But
0: they do have Jalen Naylor sitting down there who I, I kind of enjoy watching. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson is a tight end.
1: Okay. I am um, taking the Vikings over the Lions, reluctantly. I think this has a chance to be very bad. I like their one-two punch with Jefferson, and I think Addison is pretty good. Personally, I think Hawkinson's—we've seen it here. I, he got lucky in, in what he did there, and I think that that's, that experiment's going to end, especially as Kirk Cousins declines, which he will. K.J. Osborne's a pretty good three. Um, I'm taking—same I'm, concept with the Raiders, how you give the slight edge— getting a slight edge to the Vikings right now as it stands right. today. W- the Lions by far have more potential at wide right receiver than this team.
0: Uh, this one kind of surprises me a little bit. At six, it's the Dallas Cowboys. What? Six is the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So running backs, we have Tony Pollard. Uh, they added Ronald Jones and Deuce Vaughn. Um, wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Brendan Cooks, the ghost of Brendan Cooks, uh, Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert. Simi f- Fuckhole, uh, Kevante <laughs> Turpin, Jalen Brooks. I, I I don't know. Outside of the top three. I mean, yeah, I you know J- my
1: boy from Michigan at tight end there, too.
0: Uh, Jake Ferguson at tight end. Peyton Hendershot, Luke Schoemaker. Uh I don't mind the tight end group. I do. You don't like this? That?
1: This is tough. I, I give the slight edge to Dallas because their one, two, three is good. Cook, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Is, I, is good. I
0: disagree with you. I would give this fair, to the Lions. fair
1: because I think that the Lions' potential, of course, is like I think the Lions could easily finish better than these three.
0: I'm sorry, but for the last his last three stops, Brennan Cooks has had. So much hype, been talked about, oh, this is going to be the place he gets it going again. He's had to be the
1: star, come. though, at those three steps. That is also true. Here, he doesn't have to be the star, and he's not going to get as much attention, and he could still do damage. He had games where he, like, he, he'll catch 10 passes a game easily. Right, correct. I don't want to see
0: him take away Michael Gallup shine, because Michael Gallup looked really good at points
1: in terms of lions talk i'm not Michael taking Kals, any of the Warner next 5 offense. over the lions i just think one the only thing i want to say is one of the teams that's in the top 5 is better than where it is but go number 5 seattle no argument it's good that's that it, especially i i'd love to see that team with a quarterback um <laughs> Because because Metcalf, Dang. Metcalf was a monster last year, and Lockett were both monsters last year. Without you know, they were making plays in spite of this. You know, L-
2: Lockett is the most underrated receiver in the league.
0: This
1: right yeah, here, he could be. This right here might be the best receiving court
0: in football. Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, DJ Dallas, DK Metcalf, Lockett.
1: Charbonnet can catch passes too. right the way,
0: Metcalf, Lockett, Smith, and Jigba. Uh, then I don't know who else. I mean.
1: Their, their top three is
2: better than the Lions. Their top three is they better the best than top much three in the league. Top three.
0: They have the best top three. <coughs> no offense. Yeah, Will Disley at tight end. That's not awful. I don't mind it. I don't hate it. That's a really good receiving court They that I would have to. I'd agree with them at five. I agree with them at five.
2: If they if they don't tear it up this year, there's a big issue. There's there. a
0: big
1: issue. Well, yeah, it's it's Geno
0: Smith. It's, it's Geno Smith. It's easy to figure out. Uh, at four. San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, you have Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell at receiver. You have Debo, Brandon Auk, Jawan Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod, and then nobody else. And at tight end, you have George Kittle.
1: Yeah, no argument. All oh, right, there. there's no. Top three. I, I would put them a little higher, three or four. Well, sure. I, I, three, three. Three.
0: Yeah, but I don't know who you would take out of the top three.
1: To put them into the top you You're not going to like who I take out of the top three.
0: I know who you take out of the top three. Uh, At number three is Miami.
1: This is the best pass-catching core in the league. I
0: I agree. It's hard for me to argue that they are not number one. I'm surprised that they're three. Uh, Raheem Mozart, Jeff Wilson. uh,
1: Both of their running backs catch passes. Yep, and
0: they have a Shane sitting behind them. Wide receivers, Tariq Hill, Jalen Waddell. The best one, two, right there. The best, uh, hands down. Uh, Robbie Chosen. Anyway, Who could be Who's a great tight ends?
1: could be a great and number Sheehan
0: three? And who else? Braxton Berrios.
1: Oh, changes everything. It changes everything. It. It changes everything.
0: Uh, tight ends are Durham Smith, Tyler Croft, and Eric
1: Salbert. Could use some work there. Yeah, but those but those guys well, catch here's passes.
2: Here's what they did: Salbert they got from Denver, right? Who's actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gasicki wanted more money. They didn't want to pay him. They let him walk. But those other guys there got experience and have played. So. They got the best group in the in, in the NFL. I can't believe that they're rated three.
0: Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, at running back, we have DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. Wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, uh, Zacchaeus, Zacharias. <laughs> uh, and then that's pretty much it. Tight ends. Dallas Goddard, Dan Arnold, Jack Stoll. Yeah. they should be
1: three. I, I, I think they should be three. As well. I have them at number two, just because I don't have number one in my top two three. there. Yeah, so well, I, number
2: I, one is real simple. It's Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, uh, the the list agrees with you. The list is number one. I,
2: I don't agree with that. I think Miami is number one. We have Miami one correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Philly two, Cincy three.
1: I'm going oh. San Francisco three, Cincy four.
0: Yeah. So, number one, Cincinnati is Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and then that's pretty much it. Nobody else. I don't have stock
1: in Irv Smith.
0: Irv Smith, Drew Sample as your tight end. Yeah, I I
1: agree. It's weird.
0: You want to know what?
2: After looking at this? I ran out of Minnesota. I I don't know. Are you going to say
1: their one, two, threes better than Seattle's? Because I don't think so still. No,
2: I think Seattle's better than them.
1: Same. Same, and I love. And
2: I, I listen. Jamar Chase is elite. No, yeah, right. T.
1: Higgins. Yeah, is on the doorstep of being elite. They're good. They can't afford both of these guys though. Going forward, they can't have Higgins and Boyd. This that is, the, is this is going to be the last year of the Higgins Boyd Chase trio, which means they got to take advantages here. And and Joe Burrow said, "I'm I'm going to take less money to make sure all of my guys are signed." And I know they've shopped Higgins and Boyd. Um I don't know. I don't have Cincinnati number one, but they're good.
2: They're not going to get anything for Boyd. He's been around too long.
1: All in all, I just want you guys to know that I have 11 teams that the Lions are behind. I have 11 teams that the Lions should be in front of. I think you guys are at least nine. I would say about
0: nine.
2: Yeah, I'd say nine.
1: So that would end up being good this year, by the way. I am am fucked.
2: You are? (laughs) (laughs) I think think everybody is. I'm I'm fucked on the
1: show. I'm fucked in a credibility standpoint. I'm fucked on the the Lions are fucked. I think we're all fucked if the Bears end up being good. We'll see, though.
0: Um, Real quick before we end. If we go back to this list from last year, Chicago was 32. So that means DJ Moore and Chase Claypool took them from 32 to 13. That's garbage. From 32 to 13. That's garbage. For the record, add on, the Lions were ranked two spots higher last
1: year at 21. So they're telling me that the Lions receiving court, which got significantly better. You're telling me they got worse?
0: Correct, because they lost DJ Chark and TJ Hawkinson. But I... (laughs)
1: What do you mean they got worse?
0: That's
2: according to Pro okay. Football Focus, right. which is right. like
0: toilet paper. Mm-hmm. They got two spots worse than last year.
2: I don't know about that.
0: Anyways, do you have anything to add? Me? Yeah.
2: R.I.P. Ryan
0: Mallett. Yeah, that was tragic. Drowned. Yeah. Former Michigan yeah. man. Ryan Mallett.
1: Patriot. Ryan Mallet had so much hype when he came in here, and if you look back at recruiting rankings, he's like one of the top recruits ever to commit to Michigan. Um, it turned out that Lloyd Carr was kind of forced out. And when the rich Rodriguez era began, they were handing out transfer, uh, transfer slips that day. And Ryan Mallet took it. He turned into an sec legend at Arkansas. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Would have loved to seen what he can do here. And I know you were a Patriots guy. He was a very steady backup to Tom Brady for yes, X Lord. amount of years. Yep um very sad a lot of a lot of these people like kobe bryant their postscript is what they ended up being known for we wanted to see what the postscript would be and ryan mallet was actually a really good high school football head coach at 35 years old and he could have been something good and that's very sad for someone that was helping kids and coaching football for him to pass and the way he passed r.i.p ryan mallet um that's sad that's a sad one
0: r.i.p ryan mallet
1: that's it Everyone stay safe on the fourth, too.
0: Yeah. Don't get all drunk and go on the lake. We'll
1: the we'll have uh, the gambling suspensions this week. So on the yeah. next show we should be able to talk about all the gambling suspensions.
2: Gambling. the fourth of when's the fourth of July? Tuesday.
1: It's on the fourth of July this year.
0: <laughs> What's
2: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us?
2: Detroit, St. Hedwig, 4th of July, baby.
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter, at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, check us out on YouTube. Remember to subscribe and ring the bell. We will be doing a gigantic, bigger-than-life giveaway over the weekend. It will be out on our Instagram. We are going for 500 subscribers on YouTube before August 1st. We're going for it. Check out our Instagram. We're going to be giving away shit that you'll never think of. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to President Baker for checking in. Have a great 4th of July weekend. You will hear from us next week. Oh, God.